Today on Gamerhead Radio, we take what little information we have for the Nintendo NX and use it to paint a picture of what we think it might look like by release. Gamerhead Radio starts now. Hello and welcome to Gamerhead Radio, episode 184. I am Jonathan Santiago, a.k.a. Fallon Flynn. We're being for villains! Come on! That's me. I got it. Yep, that's right. I'm figuring this out. I am semi-paying attention, half-awake goat. <laughs> I, I am Charlie, Tectatronic Horn Worsley. Candy Mountain, Charlie. Good evening, everybody, and welcome. That's right. Welcome welcome to another edition of uh gamerhead radio goat um you know usually you, you know we we launched the show by talking about uh you know what we did with our week here and uh why don't mm-hmm. you tell the people why you are uh you're tired and and only kind of half here tonight. well they know goat. they know if they listened to last week's episode and but the weekend before that everybody and I... watching and listening you saw the show last week man one can hope can't they one can hope uh <laughs> No, I, I literally just got back from Minneapolis, St. Paul. More more Minneapolis than St. Paul, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, less than probably two hours ago from um, dealing with John's band because he was too much of a pain not to make it. So we had to, you know, mm, do some other yeah. things without him, like play a rock show and have fun. One <laughs> of those rare instances uh, in which I am not able to participate. So, Goat, how was my show? Oh, <laughs> oh man, it was amazing. <laughs> You don't realize how much better it is without John until he's not there. It's just smooth, no whining, no crying, no peeing on stage. Like, everything just went smooth. <laughs> there's that thing again. Audio, <laughs> audio listeners, there's currently a middle finger plane flying across John's <laughs> television. <laughs> it's a bomber. I know I was watching the stream online with John. They, um, in, in typical fashion, they did a, a Facebook live stream, and... Um, yeah, I mean, considering considering the nature of the show and everything, and uh, you know the uh, the various um, you know nuances of this particular performance, I thought it looked pretty good. Yeah, no, I was alright with it. It did. For anybody that may have tuned into the stream uh, yesterday, um, that keyboard is okay. We called his parents. Oh my that god! Keyboard, yeah, that keyboard is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> that keyboard. My brother demolished the keyboard on stage <laughs> in the middle of the show. He just took a mic stand and smashed it to pieces. And uh, yeah. threw a bunch yeah. of the keys out into the crowd, and then actually uh, managed to raffle the keyboard off to somebody mm-hmm. and sell it. What a genius! <laughs> um, you're welcome. That was my yeah, idea. Good man. He, good man. he, he, he did not him. get that credit. I was like, "You're signing this, so we're selling it." He's like, "What, Mike? Sign it." <laughs> yeah, this is a smart idea. Um, so what is go? What happened? I have to ask. Um, like, so we, we we brought a third uh, MIDI controller, so Nick could you know um, play, you know whatever he wanted there, fill in the gaps. Uh, Everything went fine, um, and of course we get on set. He goes, he played it for once; it was fine. Uh, the second time we didn't get any signal, so Nick, um, less than gingerly, removed the connections and proceeded to spike it like a football on the deck. That's true. Yeah, That's true. yeah. You let it have it. Um, you know, and then for anybody who was watching the stream last night too, a lot of people who who know that recently we we lost two members. One of those being Annalise Vex. Um, you know, rather kind of unexpectedly. 
Um, <clears throat> the show that was put on last night was constructed and carried out in less than two weeks. Um, so my brother, my brother did a tremendous amount, and uh, both of the people who went with him uh, that performed, you know, Sarah, um, you know, who plays Lady Delirium, and then uh, newly, and if you guys have listened to Gamerhead Radio, uh, Miss Jenny Richter, who's been on the show as a guest with us here before, uh, was the other uh, new villain that was on stage. She played a character she calls Vixen Voodoo. There's this really fucking badass looking voodoo villain. Like she mm-hmm. looks way cooler than anybody except for like Nick, you know, <laughs> like, so I don't, yeah. I don't know. Nick doesn't have blacklight in his costume. It's true. It's true. Her, it's true. Yeah, her, her, her cosplay game is very strong and she definitely yes. brought that to her. Costume. Yes, yeah. it is very much. She so. is the, uh, she's the first villain I've had that had a uh, light request and requirement on my uh, tech sheet. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know, we could learn a thing or two from her, but that, that's, uh, you know, that, that's the thing. It was good. It was fun. We had yeah. fun in Minnesota without John. Uh, next topic. I like that he, that he emphasizes <laughs> without me. I will be at the next show coming up, but that's not till December. So we got a while to go. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing a lot of work on finishing the album between now. Yes. And but anyways, so that concludes villain head radio. <laughs> yes. Villain head radio. Charlie, how was your week? <laughs> Uh, it was good. So um, uh, for my, my weekly Ciderfest update this, uh, this last Saturday, we announced that Vincent Tong, um, who is uh, in Pony, the voice of um, uh, Flash Century, the, the much misaligned uh, waifu stealer, um, don't ask, um, and uh, mm-hmm. also Garble the Dragon and a couple other characters, Donut Joe, Prince Blue Blood. Um, so, um, uh, but yeah, no, he's, uh, uh, he, he'll be joining us at Ciderfest and just a, a monolithic ball of energy. Um, that we had uh, at MLP MSP, and especially him and Willa having them back together, super, super, super excited. Those two, those two are a party in and of themselves. Like he is, he has got so much energy and so much, like love for this fandom. Like he's, he's just an awesome guy to be around. Um, he has also done like a hundred other things real quick. So I'm just, uh, I'm, I am DBing him real fast. But um, while I'm doing that, um, in case anybody is watching the live stream and ha- or happens to uh, watch it. Before the end of Monday, um, we are currently having a 10% off sale, and so if you were at all interested in joining us up in Milwaukee, October 28th or 30th for Cider Fest, now is a fantastic time to purchase your badges. Um, so Vincent, he's a, well. He actually he and a ton of other people who are in Pony are also in Sausage Party, which I think is hilarious. Um, <laughs> It's uh, made in Vancouver, and um, the, the voice actor circle up there, they, they kind of all work on the same things together. So um, a bunch of pony actors were in Sauce's Party, which I think is funny. Um, he was also recently in um, the, the Ra- that Ratchet and Clank movie that just came out. He was Brax. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, he's been in Ninjago a couple times, uh, a couple other things. Uh, he's been in Bob the Builder, so you know there is that. <laughs> but uh, no, My really son cool. will be thrilled. <laughs> um, he, is, he is Muck, whoever that is, in Bob the Builder. Um, well, that's one way to build a resume. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he's um, uh, been in a ton of stuff. He's uh, he's he's an accoladed voice actor who does ponies, right? Is that what we're gonna hear? Um, yes, yes. <laughs> Sixty-six credits on IMDb. So yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that's that's my weekly pony update. And aside from that, I just had one of those weeks at work where I just um, lived there. Wanted to jump out of many windows, many times. Ooh. Um, it's a good uh, thing you were from the first floor. Uh, second, actually, but yeah, um, you can still bounce. But it's a good thing my office doesn't have windows, so there's that. Um, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, no, it's it's just one of those uh, one of those projects that that really has been in development and progress for for the better part of the last two years is finally coming to fruition this 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 last week 
and a bunch of um, you know nothing ever goes smoothly, and so just a bunch of bunch of stuff was causing me many many kinds of headaches this last weekend. Uh, will be over my holiday weekend, not so much a holiday weekend for me because I'll be wor- I've been working and will be working from home on this uh, to deploy it live. Finally, finally, finally. So that's very exciting for me. But as a result, I didn't get to I didn't get to do too much this last week, including posting the mailbag question. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, but uh, yeah. Well, to be yeah. fail, that if, to be fail, <laughs> I said to be fail. Well, that, that, that's correct. Freudian slip. No, that's, um, that's, that's correct, John. We th- did may, to that fail. May be, that may be the show title. Hashtag to be fail. Um, <laughs> no, I. I um, to be fair, that's that's something that Charlie typically takes care of during the week. But usually, one of us pokes the other one and goes, "Hey, we got to post mailbag. Make sure we get it out to you guys." So uh, you know, that was uh, I joked around before the show. We're going to call that a team fail. The mailbag was not posted this week. Because yeah. Gamerhead Radio is just—it's so so busy yeah. with very well, yeah. important things all the time. Yeah, I, I mean, truth be told, I didn't realize we didn't post it until they said something, and I was like, "Oh yeah, shit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're, so, so we're uh, our mailbag's been neutered this week, but we'll we'll put the nuts back mailbag. on next week. Yeah. Um. So the the um as far as my week goes. Um, my parents are in town visiting. Uh, they were here about a month ago, and they're they're up to visit. They actually came to help, uh, you know, transport my brother down to Minneapolis for the the weekend because his uh, his vehicle is not large enough to house the equipment they needed to go. And my parents really wanted an excuse to come play with my son. So uh, you know, there was yeah, we got we, we got to come up there and help Nick. You know, I mean, like he needs fucking help and shit. So. Um, <laughs> But otherwise, uh, the week was was good. It was productive. I had a lot going on. Uh, I'm gearing up for like two or three different things, um, not gamerhead or band related that I'm working on that are more just personal projects than anything. So that uh, spent some time with the um, uh, spent some time with uh, my 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 folks. Uh, my son's been fucking hilarious this week, uh, which is really cool. And then uh, played a bunch of games this week, which we'll talk about in the next segment coming up. Um, and then the uh, the fine folks from uh, Pig were staying at my brother's house this weekend. And so I got to fortunately spend a very small amount of time with them. For those of you that don't know who Pig are, uh, just uh, Google Raymond Watts and Pig. And, uh, you know, if you know who KMFDM is, then you probably very likely have heard Raymond Watts sing. And uh, it's it's good. But, uh, yeah, yeah, all uh, all there. You know, had a good time. Uh, that was, oh, yeah, that was yeah. the the balance of my week. It was good I to see those guys. I love how you say that. Like it's just like a like a. I, I love how you say that, John. Like it's a typical thing for you. It's like, oh yeah, and Raymond went pigs at my house. No, it was it was a lot of fun because it's, Char- it's Charlie. It gets worse because I was just like, oh yeah, I did talk to hang out with Raymond this weekend. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it, it's awesome. It's really cool. Um, they're gonna be back. They're gonna be playing Cold Waves at the Metro in in September, which uh, we're gonna go out to and go catch that show. Because for people who don't know, before V's Villains, I was in a band called Digital Mindy with Nick, and like almost exactly a decade ago, this past June, um, we toured with Pig and you know Raymond Watson Company out on the road. Um, you know, with Angel from Dope and a couple other people <laughs> from different things, and then. Um, Formerly of Dope, I should say. And uh, his current lineup is outstanding, man. He's got uh, two members of uh, Combi Christ playing with him right now, and uh, Nesh and Gunter Schultz, uh, both of KMFDM and Slick Idiot, were both there hanging out. Just sweet, sweet guys. Actually, I think I think Nesh is going to be taking my amp with him on tour because <laughs> he couldn't get his shipped over here properly, or at least in time for their departure. So 
Um, and then, uh, you know, their, their drummer Galen is from, uh, he's played in a bunch of different things, but uh, most notably uh, Julian K, a couple of members of Orgy in that band with him. So real just sweet, sweet guys um, and exciting to see them after such a very, very long time because we have a lot of roadside memories with those gents. But anyways, uh, I don't want to drag the, the show. And I'm now. just over here like, would you sign my CD? Um, anyways, though, so uh, that was uh, that was uh, my week. Charlie, surely some video games are coming out to satiate the video game uh, masses. As it happens, John, there are. So mm -hmm. on Monday, September 5th, Mush, uh, Mother Russia Bleeds is coming out on Steam, so for various PC platforms. Um, Tuesday, September 6th, Just Sing is getting released on the PS4 and Xbox One. Whoa, yeah. that was a switch. Yeah. Um, uh, the Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 2 is coming out on the PS3 and the Vita. Um, Tohu uh, Gendo Rondo Bullet Ballet uh, is coming out on the PS4. XCOM 2 is getting its release on the PS4 and the Xbox One. And then on Thursday, September 8th, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Spirit of Justice is coming out. Uh, Kotaku's list failed to mention, but I'm assuming on the 3DS. Um, Friday, September 9th, Elder Scrolls Obli uh, Online Gold Edition coming out for the PC, the PS4, and the Xbox One. Earthlock Festival of Magic is coming out on the PC. Jotun Valhalla Edition is coming out on the Xbox One. Uh, and then looking into the future next week, Tuesday, September 13th, Dead Rising Remastered is coming out on the PC, the PS4, and the Xbox One. Never Ending Why? Night on the PC. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, NHL 17, uh, yearly edition coming out on the PS4 and the Xbox One. Recore. Yes. I didn't realize I was so soon. It's coming out on the yep. PC and the Xbox One. Yep, it's time. And uh, Rive, I think, on the PC and the PS4. That's R-I-V-E. So it's either Rive or Rive. I'm going to go with Rive. It's coming Rive out. sounds fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So those are on uh, next week on Tuesday, September 13th. So um, aside from Recore, which I'm hopeful on, need to see some reviews on it, but um, are you guys looking forward to anything on here? Recore. Mm -hmm. Recore. I mean, like, I want to be, I want to be excited about the Elder Scrolls uh, remaster. But I joked around about it before. But I wasn't really joking when I joked around about it. It's, it's all stuff you can get with mods on the PC, and I own it on the PC, so it's not really anything. Well, this is it. online too. So oh, oh, yeah. okay. This is the online game. Okay, yeah. I missed that part. Don't know how I missed it, but I did. Um, but yeah, no. Um, are, are either of you guys dedicated Phoenix Wright players? Nope. Here, here's a shocking revelation um, for anybody who who might might be curious. I have never played a single Phoenix Wright game. Neither have I. I want to. I've heard I don't. good things about them, but uh, well, I've have never you played even, one. Have you even owned a 3DS, John? I've never heard you mention one. Yeah, I have. I have a 3DS. Got one for Father's Day. Yeah, I got one for my first Father's oh, Day last right. year. That's mm -hmm. right. I have it. And I still play it um, all the time. I Charlie. just have not. That's right, because you played you played that Zelda game on there. Right? Yeah, I was going to say, he reviewed a game on 3DS for us. Yes, I did. I had a moment, okay? <laughs> he had a senior moment. Yeah, Charlie, so the Alzheimer's is kicking in. See, I, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys both a heart attack, because I'm super excited for NHL 17. But seriously, though? Yeah. Can't tell if serious. No, no, serious. Like, well, it works out every time I'm on tour. We, uh, we, the new NHL comes out, and and it's it's part of our bus regime that we just start um doing round robin tournaments against each other and uh, for bragging rights and shit talking. Oh, well, it's really it's really a good morale booster to to beat the shit out of each other on ice. <laughs> <laughs> as long as that's the only place you're beating the shit out of each other, and that's a successful tour, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the rest of them are off camera, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
But no, I, I actually like the NHL games because they're. I, I mean, I'm a hockey nut, so like, I'm like, ooh, hockey, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. It, I mean, it only lasts for like till like mid-November, and I'm like, okay, it's the same damn game. I get it. <laughs> Next thing you know, Goat's gonna be saying he's excited about Madden, and then we're gonna we just can't be friends with him anymore. You know what I'm saying? No, I have no interest in football. It is the boringest sport <laughs> on the planet. I'd rather watch cricket than freaking football, American football. That's reasonable. real football. Totally also known reasonable. as soccer here is better. <laughs> totally reasonable. Um, but no, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and go with uh, that that same assessment. I I personally am not really looking forward to anything on there except for Recore. So, right. nerds. <laughs> um. The uh, Okay, well, so in addition to that, uh, it's the first episode of the month, so we can also tell you about our September free games on your various platforms with your various subscription service size. Uh, as plural of services, right? That's what I'm going to go with. Um, <laughs> so on uh, for games with gold members on the Xbox uh, side of the world, um, uh, from, let's see, from the, during the month of September, you can get um, Earthlock Festival of Magic, and then, um, which is a interesting, not well-reviewed from what I'm seeing, but very kind of cool and interesting-looking, like, little RPG. Um, and then on, uh, starting on September 16th through October 15th, Assassin's Creed Chronicles China uh, will be available for free for uh, Games of Gold subscribers. God damn it, I actually paid money for that one. I uh, didn't like one? it that much. Which game? Assassin's Creed Chronicles China. Oh, I didn't pay him for that. It was terrible. That means that Russia and India are not far behind. I ain't buying those. One, uh, one, one could imagine, but uh, I, I, I more imagine that they're making this game free to try and get you to buy the other games, which is not going to work because the game's not really good. So, nope. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. no, and no, then uh, for X, for Xbox 360 owners and or backwards compatibility users on the Xbox One, um, starting on Thursday, September 1st, Forza Horizon uh, is free through September 15th. And then from September, Man, I paid money for that one too. I <laughs> and then September sixteenth through the end of the month, uh, Mirror's Edge, the the obviously oh. the first one, the three sixty version. Um, uh, three sixty vomit, got it. Did <laughs> either of you install Forza perchance? It's it's a for listeners and viewers, it's a an Xbox three sixty emulated game. Did either of you guys install that? I mean, I Which I, I, I uh, no, I Which one? Horizon. Which Forza? Horizon, uh, the first one. Oh, I beat that long ago, dude. Okay. Like, long, okay. long ago. The performance on it, I don't know if it was an issue of... I don't know what it was. The performance on it was so bad, I had to actually stop playing it. Really? It was so jerky and stuttery, and the cutscenes were perfectly fine, but the second it went to, like, actual gameplay, it was like... It dropped to, like, five frames. It was oh. That's weird. Yeah, I played it on disc, so I can't... I don't know. Holy balls. It was not good. It was not a winner. Uh, it's a good game, too. That's sad. Yeah. yeah. Um, audience, please let us know if you have a similar issue with that. I'm curious to know if that's a widespread thing. Um, but the, it, might so that's just, the it might just be emulating John's driving style. They know he can't go that fast. <laughs> <laughs> that could be. Um, uh, no, that, yeah. Uh, and then on the uh, PlayStation Plus side of the world, um, I would have to say that I believe the PlayStation Plus wins September in terms of the quality of the free games for one reason, one reason alone, and that's because Journey is one of your free games Ooh, for September, which is playable on both the PS4 and the PS3. Um, get it yeah, now. Stop you, the podcast and go get it now. Not, not quite sure that they're available yet. They weren't when I looked on Friday. 
Um, oh, it's the second Tuesday of the month for PlayStation. That's right. Yeah, yeah, or something like that. But um, but yeah, no. If you haven't played Journey, or even if you have, go grab it because it's 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 you it's, need to play it's, it again. It is required playing. Absolutely. Yeah. Every in time it comes out, you have to play it. Yes. Uh, in addition, <laughs> Lords of the Fallen is going to be available for free uh, for on the PS4. Prince of Persia: The Forgotten Sands uh, is going to be on the PS3. Datura on the PS3. Badland is going to be available for free on the Vita, the PS4, and the PS3. And Amnesia Memories is going to be available for free on the Vita. Um, I've talked about Badland in the past. Badland is an awesome little mobile game that originally started on um, well on mobile platforms, iOS and Android. And it's like the, the super stylistic um, side-scrolling uh, game where basically you're this little... Like, everything that's in the foreground is black, but the, the backgrounds are like... Super like colorful and and like atmospheric, um, and you're basically this little guy, and you basically the, the controls of the screen are basically just tap to flap, and so it's it's a constant side scroller, and you tap and he flaps, and you have to avoid all these obstacles. But along the way, you also pick up these things that causes your character to like clone himself into multiple times, and so some of the obstacles you you will have like 50 clones you have to get through, which is you need them because they're like giant saw blades, and basically you just need to get one of you through to the end of the level, and, like, you have to sacrifice all these clones to, like, protect the one to get him through. It's a really, really fun little game. If you haven't played it, definitely check it out. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed it a lot on my iPad when I played it in the original iteration. Um, so playing it on console, I imagine, is, is just as satisfying an experience. Definitely check that one out. Quite an endorsement from Charlie. Well, you know. Um, so, so the, yeah, those are your free um, PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live games with Gold Games for the month of September. Not a bad, not a bad thing. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, excellent. Um, so that that takes us on to our uh, our next segment for the show, which is what we played for the week. Um, Goat, did you manage mm-hmm. to squeeze in any time to play anything good this week while you were uh, traveling about well, with my show without well, me? Well, 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 yes, actually, John. Um, no, amazingly, uh, I, uh, I I got some time in the game room for the first time this year at a con, mm-hmm. so I exploited the shit out of it. Um, and uh, did what I needed to do, and that would include playing uh, the Battle Mech Simulator, which is um, amazing. Doesn't even scratch the surface. Oh like, God! You're, you're talking about like the, the big pods you get. In yeah, there. the yeah. Battle te- Tesla pods—they yeah. call them. Oh my God! Yeah. they're so much fun. Yeah, you plop down, and it's 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 awesome. It's Mech Mech Millionaire there. Uh, every button they had they they enabled all the buttons for me, so everything did something, and and it was. Ooh, piece of candy! What the hell does that do? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, a lot coming out of my pod, um, but that was amazing. Well worth the money. Uh, then I I got a chance to check out Pokemon Tournament, the Pokemon fighting game that everybody's yapping about. Um, yeah, is everybody yapping about that? Though? I feel like that's been very very under the radar. Like people were looking forward to it, and then just nothing. I haven't heard anything personally. Uh, it's well, got Charlie, really good reviews, actually. Yeah, uh, Charlie, I'm going to answer that question uh, right now because it is the slowest, unbalanced fighting game I've ever seen in my life. Okay. It there is like, it, I mean, it's fun, it's cute, it's Pokemon, yay. But See, you a, say that, man, but I'm going to have to check that out for my. Yeah, I'm going to need your expert opinion. You don't play a ton of fighting yeah. games, so I. But I'm it just curious. it seems so unbalanced to me and so slow. It was like like claymation, stop animation fighting. Um, I'm just, I mean, I'm compared to like Mortal Kombat and Killer Instinct, where like you know, it, it's just fists of fury and pretty, pretty blurs. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was super slow. It was like it was almost like uh, Virtual Fighter speed. Oh, so, oh that, that's kind of unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, 
It was weird. Um, and then I played an even weirder game called Project Diva F, which is super, super Japanese music rhythm game dipped in more Japanese, topped with a Japanese <laughs> cherry. Um, uh, like Himu, what is it? The little blue chick, the hologram yeah, chick? That's Aniko. Yeah, she's she's in there as like a, a star. If that puts how Chinese or how Chinese, how Japanese this is. <laughs> so it was fun, but it was like, uh huh, yeah, that's a thing. Uh, and then I played some Guitar Hero Live because they had it there, and why not? And I still suck why as a not? guitarist. That was good. And then I played a mobile game that I am literally obsessed with because it's what, right up my what alley. The thing that you said about being a guitarist, what did you say right then? Oh, I suck at being a guitarist. Said every bassist on the planet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. How's your slap pop doing, John? Doing good? Is it doing good? How's your slap Sorry, pop? Sorry, Goat. Sorry, Goat. <laughs> mm-hmm. How's your finger tapping? Eh, Sorry, I didn't goat. think so. I can tap. Anybody? Yeah, I whatever. Do, I don't do it as easy villains, but I can tap. Anybody can play bar chords and jump around like that. And actually, the bullshit. No, I would, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you out on that because I can actually slap. I can slap and pop just fine. On a yeah. bass as well, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that shit about me. You don't know me like that, Goat. Yeah, can we keep the masturbation jokes to a minimum here, John? <laughs> uh, see, Charlie steps away for two <laughs> seconds, and that's where we take it. And then I right. go back, and the show's perfectly normal. Nothing's weird here. Yeah, nothing, yeah, nothing no masturbation whatsoever. No. But anyways, this game I found, on, uh, and I, I suggest Charlie at least plays it, if not John. Uh, it's a puzzler, but it's uh, patching, like cable patching. It's called Ox B, and the entire point of it is they give yeah. you a patch bay, and you have to patch it to make the speaker go. And the only issue with that is, if you know what you're talking about, some of their conversions do not exist. <laughs> I would love for my brother to live stream himself playing this, because believe it or not, that patch bays or something that Nick has turned into like mm-hmm. a weird little science room. Oh, he, he, he's already got it downloaded. We, Does he really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We, we showed it to him. He's like, what is that? I need it now. That's but um, no, yeah, you, you, like I was being Joe, or uh, my stagehand, John, John stagehand, my uh, my subordinate, were laughing because he's he was playing it too, and he's like, MIDI to to three and a half? Who the hell? Why? Why does that even exist? <laughs> That's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, no. And then they're like, they're like three MIDIs to two uh, to two RCAs, and we're like, or no. <laughs> so, but if you know nothing about cabling, it's a great puzzler. <laughs> If you know anything about cabling, it's a great comedy and puzzler. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, but that's all I played this week. Who's who's next? Who's next? Beard or no beard? Beard or no beard? Ooh. Well, beard obviously is the right answer there. Yeah. I did. I fucking I shaved last night, man. No beard. It's gone. Um. So I've gotten um I've gotten back to Uncharted Four. Um. And uh, my God, so that game is gorgeous. Dell's free again. With the what now? I thought I thought you couldn't play that unless your wife was free. Uh yeah well uh yeah the um that that is correct and yes I've been playing with her because she has she she's also had a hell week at work and so she's basically gotten home and she's like just play a video game I need my brain to stop working I'm just like okay I can do that <laughs> and so um so yeah I've been playing Uncharted four again and um good times good times um it's uh just gorgeous I mean absolutely gorgeous I mean there's nothing I could say about the game that people haven't already said about it a million times because it's just a great game but um especially especially the sequence that they showed off at E3 before it came out like the escape in the market and that it's like the car chase and everything um it's just so much fun it's just ridiculous <laughs> amounts of fun um I, I I feel like I'm getting close to the end of the game I don't know how many chapters there are but I think I'm just starting chapter 13 excuse me for people who have played the game um 
I'm gone back and um, I'm doing um, one of the flashbacks to one of uh, to Drake's youth. I'll just say that, um, uh, which is later in the game. I've just started that, and as much of a story guy as I am, I don't want to be doing that right now. I, I, I like they like like something kind of major just happened in the game, and like you want to adventure to that. I, I want to know. I want to find out what happened there. But of course, like like Drake has now been knocked unconscious, and so he's like dreaming about his childhood. And so uh, I'm gonna apparently now play through this chapter where. You know, he goes and does some stuff, and hopefully that'll be relevant to the game. I have a hard time understanding how it will be, but you know, the, you know, the uh, have faith. Yeah, I'm no, I, it's never, never straight far for you. That that that, that <laughs> to, is true. To I give just, you an idea, Charlie, yeah. not to interrupt, the average Uncharted game, if if I remember correctly, because I've played the first three, all end up stopping somewhere between like 21, 24 chapters. So you still get you you've still got. You're probably more than halfway done with it, but not quite home stretch. It feels like I don't know. It feels like I'm close to the end. Maybe I have the chapter number wrong, mm. but um, if I, but yeah, no. Um, I mean, like uh, any any way you look at it, if you haven't played this game, you own a PS4, you're doing it wrong. I mean, the game is amazing. Yeah, that's, um, that's a that's but, a, uh, a system buyer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, aside from that, I don't think I actually got to play anything else this last week. Um, aside from just kind of a, a what was that? Did you really need to? You had Uncharted. <laughs> uh, no, that that's true. Um, the other kind of game that I that I that I touched for a minute, um, which I, I think is, is kind of fun, um, is a game called Noodles, and this is a mobile game actually. Um, Interesting. It's, cur- it's currently, um, I believe, it's the free game of the week um, on um, on iOS platforms. The App Store they give away a different free app every week. Sometimes they're games, sometimes they're wh- any, you know whatever. Um, so the game I'm playing this week is called Noodles, and it's a it's a relatively simple puzzler. But um, just to kind of let me see if I can just pull up one just to give you an idea real quick. Of so basically, it's like a it's like a connect the pipes kind of a game. I'm gonna lock my camera in here, and so it's it's a uh, way for my brightness to fall down. And so here's what the game looks like. Um, so basically, you've got a bunch of different pipe pieces. Um, I'm not gonna be able to play this backwards here because I'm holding my camera. Come on. on the but you basically have to just rotate the pipes in order to like. Oh, it's pipe dream. Uh, yes, yeah, same, same kind I, of basic I, I kind of I remember that on the NES, yeah. The um, it it gets more complicated because you, there you get into sections where there are um, Elves. you know like like hexagonal pipes, you know, and so um, you know. <laughs> oh the, the, God, the, the, that looks like a fucking nightmare. <laughs> oh it's God, plumber porn. No. that is plumber no. porn. Yeah, but you basically just rotate the pieces in order to create flow through all the different pieces, and um, it's, you know, it's simple, but it's fun. And I like um, it's uh, it, it's got a nice little sense of humor too. Like each each time each of the levels I've been playing, there's like a little, um, like a little uh, like a little text thingy at the top, and um, like like on this one it says no heptagons, regular heptagons don't tile on a 2D plane. Hashtag geometry. Hashtag typical heptagon, and then in a sense, and then. Uh, the next one after that says, anyways, I don't even want heptagons in my game. No, hashtag no heps here, thanks. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a funny little game. Hashtag um, no hepatitis here. Yeah. Um, but, uh, good to but know, yeah, John. So, good to know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that actually is good to know. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I believe that is everything... The um, well, the other thing that I've been playing recently that I haven't mentioned just because I haven't had really anything to say about it is um, I've been playing... Um, 
Oh, you can tell how much I enjoy the game because I can't even remember the name of it right now. Um, <laughs> Unravel. I've been playing Unravel, which is um, that Xbox One game with the little yarny, little red yarn mm-hmm. guy, guy made of yarn. Good. I remember you played this game before. Did you finish it? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I got about sixty percent. I need to get back to it. Okay. I played the free weekend that they had for it, so I got to play like an hour, maybe an hour and a half of it or okay. something. Okay. It's pretty. Like it's it's kind of fun, I guess. Like I don't know. It's. It kind of loses its luster after a little bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's for right now. I would say it's worth it's it's worth playing if you get it like on sale, like half off, whatever. I think it's like I think you're asking like fifteen bucks for it. So if you can get it for like seventy bucks, then that that's I think that's probably like the right price for this game. Like the the work definitely went into the um, graphics, like the, the the graphics and look of the game. The other thing is, is I don't know, it's it's I feel kind of weird playing it because like like kind of the premise of the game, as I understand it so far is, like, you're almost, like, recollecting and, like, like re- restoring, like, somebody's memories. Like, you're, as you go through these levels, you'll run across, like, these, these, these like, sparkly points, and when you walk over the sparkly point, the sparkles all, all spread out and form into, like, a scene of, like, this family. And it's, it's constantly the same, like, people, the same family throughout the game. And I, I feel like, like... I, 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 you know, there, there's always the possibility that the developers and like the writers for this game made up the people, like you know, everything was staged. But I mean, like it's it's done so well in a way that I almost feel like the the the, the people who did this game, or at least the core, maybe, you know, person or persons, like it's it's they're kind of retelling like their own memories using their own photos. And I feel kind of uncomfortable playing the game to to be perfectly honest with you. It's, would would like, knowing that it is or isn't change your feeling on that? Um, yeah, 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 I would say so. Um, the, yeah, because, I mean, if it is made up, well, then, okay, they're just telling a nice story, but especially if it was confirmed that, like, I'm, because, like, I, I, I'm definitely getting the feeling, because, again, the little guy's made of yarn, and I feel like that it's, like, a grandmother's memories is kind of what I'm getting out of it, because there's a lot of crocheted stuff everywhere. Um, and because oh, young um, people don't crochet, I see how it is, Charlie. Uh, I'm gonna go with that general assumption. Yes. The implication there is is that <laughs> fucking goat crochets all the time. He's he's fucking crocheting you a sweater right now. Oh, I cannot mm. wait for that. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, well, no, John, John's um, gonna get replaced now. Mm, mm. Oh boy. Um, but um, but yeah, no, like especially if it's actually like somebody's real like photo, family photos and everything, and. The game is kind of like them, like their, I don't know, their memorial to like... Not a bearful. Something, yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel kind of I feel kind of weird playing it. Like, I feel like I'm intruding into somebody's personal space. If it turns out it's all made up, well, then that all goes away. But right now... Would it, it make you feel better if it was a series of Facebook wall posts? I don't know the answer, how to answer that question. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm just saying I mean, we intrude everybody's lives with Facebook and, and social media. Like, would it make you feel better if it was that format? <laughs> Uh, I'll um, sure, I guess. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty. The gameplay is kind of fun. It, it's a, it's a little frustrating at times. Like I feel like there's 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 some puzzles I come across where it's not immediately it's clear. Finesse. Like it, yeah, it's like because especially there's there's some a little bit of of platforming in it. And there's like scenes where you have to like jump between branches, and it isn't like super clear like what part of the branch you can actually land on. And then like the game is like two and a half D, you know, so the branch will kind of curve up in a way and like go into the background or into the foreground. And it isn't like really clear where your edge of where you can land begins and ends. And so it's it's yeah. a little frustrating on that. But yeah, um, I know the platforms are are yeah they got too they got too wild they they got too wild on the graphics and the art 
and and the actual gameplay is very deep in there, and it's kind of distracting and a pain in the ass. I would yeah. agree with you on that. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, I'll um, I'll elaborate more after I finished it. But uh, that's everything for me right now. It yeah, just yeah, proves yeah, my point go. that not all pretty things are good things. There you go. Fair enough. Um, well, uh, that that leaves me. I played a bunch of stuff this week. Uh, I'll try to keep it short. I have have a tendency when we get to uh, <laughs> when we get to my what I played because I play so much every week that I just fucking ramble forever about it. But um, I ended up playing um, first of all a shitload of uh, Grand Theft Auto Five or Grand Theft Auto Online with uh, Carlton and his buddy John. Um, it, Trader. All of no Trader. My ass. At the end of every week, I say we should play something, and at the end of the week, Charlie laughs just like that, and then mm-hmm. we don't have time because we're all fucking busy dudes, right? But mm-hmm. I found I found, I've been finding time to play with Carlton on the PC, to be clear, not on the Xbox One. Uh, we played a bunch of that. We've been having fucking hilarious fun with that, like you do when you play Grand Theft Auto Online. Um, they've Especially since also added um, something on um, on there where it's not just. Uh, you can you can have like you can buy a business and become like a crooked businessman and own a corporation and like run goods and trade you know, like run goods. It's I don't know. It's just a lot of fun. The whole thing is really fucking cool. Um, Carlton's actually been doing that portion of it. I actually have not acquired enough of a fortune to purchase Shock a business yet. And surprise! I know, I know, crooked <laughs> businessman Carlton. Um, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun. We we've had some laughs, lots of races, all the stunt races I told you guys about a few weeks ago were so fucking fun. It's ridiculous. It's just insane. But yeah, so there's that, and then um, I managed to pick up on clearance. Uh, uh-huh. If you guys remember that game, Evolve, oh, yeah. the multiplayer game for with the monsters and the. Um, it's actually a lot. It's a fucking ton of fun, actually. Um, really? Yeah, it's the sort of game you want to play with other people because it's not a typical multiplayer experience. It's not like you just go in there and you shoot the other team. The other team is a fucking horrifying monster that is really powerful, and if that person knows how to play the monster well, you're fucked. Um, and and then the teammates, the four teammates, which all play different roles, a medic, a trapper, a kind of an assault class, and then a support class that buffs everybody. Like, you have to use them at the right time, and you have to kind of hunt the animal, and there's different types of game modes. There's not just you have to hunt the animal, kill it. There's also, um, you know, you have to hunt down all of its eggs and kill it, but it, it can hatch an egg and create, like, a super-powered minion to help it. Um and there's different types of monsters and different types of heroes. And um, I don't know, man, it's a really fun game. I only paid 10 bucks for it. Brand new in the shrink wrap clearance. So it was worth it to me. Anybody who paid $60, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been thrilled with it at 60 bucks, but having only paid $10, I'm getting a fuckload of value out of this game. Um, and it is the sort of thing. I think the three of us would have a tremendous amount of fun playing. Cause it's not a multiplayer shooter like Titanfall or call of duty or whatever, where you're just trying to shoot other people. You're hunting and having to keep each other alive for this thing, it's really good. I know tar- the Target by my house had it on clearance. If you guys feel so inclined as to pick it up, find your local Target and go to the clearance section and pick it up. I paid $9.99 for it, um, $9.98 for it, uh, brand new, still in the shrink wrap. Well, at $9.99, there was no way, but $9.98, hmm, I'll pay it. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. You put tax in there, you're like ten seventeen. <sighs> you frugal bastard. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's that's it. So uh, I played that. Um, played a bunch of Killer Instinct this week because my son makes me play it. It's like his favorite game. 
Um, I played uh, I played Elite Dangerous too, some more of the space simulator. It's fun. I, I love it, but it's so goddamn slow. I don't know why I like it. It's terrible. It's just fucking so boring. It's soul-crushingly boring, but I love it because it, it encapsulates what flying around in space would be kind of boring, actually, probably. It's, you know, you know what, John? Mm. You know, you know what, John? That would make an interesting mailbag topic if we talked about games that we've played a lot, but actually ended up really disliking. That would, uh, that's a great idea yes, you just had there. I'm going to go ahead and agree with you on that, Charlie. Um, <laughs> so let me see. Did I play anything? I also played the Battlefield 1 beta today uh, for about 35-40 minutes. I didn't really get a lot of time with it. Played Is it better maps, than two? two game types. It's really good. Um, it's... Mm-hmm. I don't... It, it feels more balanced to me than the last couple of Battlefield games, but it feels different than Battlefield 4. It actually feels more like Star Wars Battlefront Whoa. than it feels like Battlefield in the visual presentation of it, the graphics engine, um, and a lot of the menus. Whoever's doing the menu design over at DICE right now did a very similar design. The lobbies feel similar um, in the way you put out of them. But it looks really sharp. It plays really well. The music is good. The It's nice to play a, a shooter, a multiplayer shooter, that is not World War II or not um, you know, modern warfare or futuristic, anything advanced warfare. It feels like I, I've never seen really a first-person a first shooter set in World War I, and they do it really. You can ride fucking horses instead of driving cars. It's so cool. And you can pull out a fucking saber, and if you're close enough to somebody, you can hack them down off the fucking horse, man. They do some really cool stuff. The airplanes, because they're biplanes as well, are a lot more fun to fly in this than previous Battlefield games because when you're flying an F-16 in Battlefield you're, 4, you're moving, right along. you're moving so fast you can never fucking hit anything with the onboard guns. It's basically just for shooting other enemy planes out of the sky. You can't ever hit anything. Um, This Battlefield, though, does adopt the terrible fucking thing that everybody kind of hates from Star Wars Battlefront, which is when you pick your vehicle, you kind of just, like, start in the air, and you can't really land it as far as I could tell. Um, They kind of picked that up from Battlefront and a little bit from Battlefield 4 with the jets, but never like that. Let Start me on the ground. Let me take off. Let me land if I want. Don't fuck with my shit. Um, and then I think that was it for me this week. I don't, I don't think I had time to play anything else, but I did play, uh, I did have a tremendous amount of fun playing this week. Oh, that's not true. I installed, um, a PlayStation emulator and a Super Nintendo emulator on my phone and I started installing fucking games. So I had been, you know, with my MOGA controller, I've been playing games on here too. John, weren't you, uh, going to cover your, uh, We Happy Few experience? Oh, that's right. I forgot about that last week. I did play We Happy Few, um, the the sort of a game you know preview for for Xbox. I had a lot of fun with it. Oh, I enjoyed it a lot, actually. Um, it's too hard to tell until it's. I get to play more of it, but it's it's a really odd game. I liked it, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Is it, it, John, it sounds like you might be like with me, like, was it just not at all what you expected? It's It's not what I expected, but I've played a lot of games similar to it on on PC, so I understood what they wanted me to do with surviving. Like, The Long Dark is kind of like that. It's not procedurally generated, but you have a lot of the survival aspects that come with it, so it's the sort of thing that you kind of have to, kind of have to get into and dig into, so. Hey, John, John, did, did Glenn make it with you? What, 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 what? Did, did did Glenn live with you? What, your we game? Happy few? Yeah. Did you find Glenn? Who the fuck is Glenn? Yeah, I don't you know what you're talking about either. Guys. Really? There's an old guy in the park who needs a bandage. 
His name is Glenn. Apparently, I found him and nobody else did, but he's surrounded yeah, by yeah. explosive suitcases, and he didn't make it in my game. Oh. I did not reach that portion of the game, I don't think. I only, you only, oh, wow. did they give you 45 minutes, and yeah. my time ran out before I got there. Yeah, I got to the, um, I got to the, uh, I played long enough to get to, like, the drawbridge, like, to get out and to be told, like, no, and then I had to, like, find some other way to get out. I didn't even head. get that far. I just kept, yeah, I didn't even find a drawbridge. Gotcha. Oh, I was like, you look dirty. I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> we happy bum fights is John's version. <laughs> that could also be a show title this week. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I think that uh, that wraps up what we played this week. Let's go ahead and get to news for the week. Uh, news is going to be fairly brief this week because it's not really anything that is typically conducive to... No, it's not that. It's just, it's, it's you know, normally we have a lot of opinion uh, about uh, about the news. There's stuff. really not much this week to, to chew on. Good stuff, but... Uh, Cut and dry, though, huh? Yeah, fairly, fairly so. Uh, so I'm going to start out the, the week at number five this week with some feel-good action. Um, Ew. No, not you can't turn everything dirty, goat. Everybody's dirty like you, goat. Goat is contractually obligated to make everything it dirty. Is. It's okay, I understand. I don't think in clean. No, you don't. You know, I'd be shocked. TV four TV fourteen's about the cleanest I get. There you go. There you go. Um well a um a tribute was placed into the new Fallout 4 expansion Nuka World, uh, for a a player that passed away recently. Um Bethesda saw fit to to honor a longtime hardcore player of the game um, during the Nuka World expansion by creating his likeness and giving him sort of, I guess, a personality that would befit him in the game. Um, without, without going too far into it, uh, the, the player's brother did a big, long Reddit post, um, user N-O-O-H... XLV77, I don't even know what fucking Roman numeral that is, I'm too tired to give a shit, wrote at length about how Fallout 4 helped him cope with his father's untimely passing and how he and his brother Evan would often speculate on what they'd do if the game in-game event actually happened in reality. Towards the end of the post, there are a succession of emotional updates which explain that Evan took ill at, an, at just age 24, passed away from diabetes-related complications. Um, so that user returned to Reddit to update everybody after his brother passed away, um, you know, about the Nuke World expansion saying, Hey guys, it's me again. I'm the one who posted the depressing post a couple weeks back or a couple months back. Bethesda responded to that post by turning my brother into a character that you can find in Nuka World. Um, you can find where this player is located at. The person, uh, the person in the game's name is just named Evan, which was, uh, his real life name. Um, and you can find the location in the game if you check it out online. A lot of people are, are more than willing to point you in the direction of where you can find it just so that you can go and experience what it was. Um, there is one portion of it, though, where he, he says, hey, I don't have much, but you can take everything I have here if you want, if it'll help you on your journey. And uh, his brother went on to Reddit and said, um, don't feel guilty about taking his stuff. He insists you take it, and in real life, he would give you the shirt off of his back to help those in need. So, um, fucking right on, Bethesda. Good stuff, man. Love it when people do stuff like that. God, Absolutely. you know, and, and from what I, what I was told, 
Um, they made his character model look uh, look like his brother based on a photograph. So um, you know that's that's really cool, man. I mean that 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 fellow is going to be immortalized in that world forever, and we can all. I actually I. I wasn't necessarily going to finish Fallout 4 anytime soon, but I almost feel compelled to go and play it and buy this expansion just to go on with this dude and see him in the game, you know, because it's such a unique... And, and, and rob him of his stuff. Um, I'm, I, might rob, I might rob the shit out of him. <laughs> because his brother indicates that's what he would yeah. want, is, is mm -hmm. for us to take his stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, yeah, so very cool, Bethesda. Um, unless you guys have any thoughts, I'm going to move on to number four. No, we can move on. No, number four for the week. Nintendo. 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 Yes. Sean Carter much like Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah, much like. It's, yes. it's the Nintendo fighting style. Nintendo. Evil, evil rival corporation, Nintendo. Um, Nintendo allegedly files a DMCA takedown notice over more than 550 fan games. Yeah. What? You say? Um, we talked a few weeks ago about uh, you know a, a, a fan-made Pokemon game that was ten years in development that was released that you know Mario decided or Mario <laughs> Mario decided to take down. He would end up be like, "I'll get you with it. This a fucking the wrench. If you don't take it down, you fuckers." No, uh, <laughs> call, call it legal. We need to talk over. <laughs> so to give you an idea, they said, <laughs> what the fuck was that? That um, was that was that was accurate. That um, yeah, it was that was that was the rare um, Mario Russian drunk accent? <laughs> like he goes to Moscow twice a year, gets a little messed up, makes some voice calls. It's 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 not good. Thanks. Huh. <laughs> well, they talk about over 550 fan games in here. It's actually like close to 560 fan games in here. Um, really? But the notice matter? was served specifically to an indie game site called Game Jolt. Um, who says that if they comply, they're going to have to take down more than 550 fan games because of a notice from Nintendo. And the notice, which the company's legal counsel filed as a Digital Millennium Copyright Act takedown, requests the publisher claims that GameJolt is hosting content featuring protected materials from games like Mario, Zelda, and Pokemon. Uh, this sort of action isn't totally new for Nintendo. It has previously used DMCA rules to take down videos featuring its games from YouTube and other sites. Publisher also recently blocked the distribution of the free fan-made, another Metroid 2 remake. Um, game Jolt says they're going to comply with the notice and it's going to do so in a way that enables the developers of the fan games to keep their data. They did say, we are required to act promptly on requests like this and remove any games included in the notice, reads the official Game Jolt blog. When a DMCA takedown request comes in, we will, quote, lock any of the games in the notice. This will result in the game page being accessible by the developer and no one else. Developers affected by takedown notices should never lose data. The games will still show in your dashboards for historical purposes. I think that's a classy way to do it. Take it down if they're asking you to, but don't let the people who, um, you know, saw a certain amount of downloads or, or were able to collect data on how their fan-made game did, don't, don't, lose that information from them. Do you, how do you guys feel about this instance? Do you think Nintendo's being rash for uh, fan-made games that people aren't charging for, or do you think they have every right to say, but you can't do what you want with our characters? Uh, option two. Option two? Charlie? Mm -hmm. um, I feel like... I feel like Chicken that I, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I feel like that uh, that this this might be a runaway lawyer a little bit. He's in they're in the rights. We're we're talking about protected you know 
trademark properties and characters here. Um, I feel like the, um, you know, solve the problem by burning it all to the ground approach is a little harsh, but, um, you know, the uh, it, it, it sucks because it's like, I, I have to agree with Goat that they're in the right, but I maybe feel like the, the knee-jerk reaction to this that they're showing here is a little too extreme, at least in, at least of how I approach things. But we all know I'm a I'm a I'm a hopeless pacifist, so you know I'm probably not the right person to yeah. comment on legal proceedings. <laughs> I would definitely say put the hammer down on them because if you let them lean, the next person's going to lean and lean and lean. And you just gotta well, gotta be clean cut and dry. No means no. Stop it. Knock it off. This Don't ever do it again. This is kind of slope because then it begs the question. It, it kind of begs the question, are, are people who are taking liberties like this, technically, this is this is a playable fan fiction, is it not? If it's not if no. it's not being sold and they're telling a story with characters that don't belong to them, is it not is it not a playable fan fiction? Uh, yes, but it's visual, so you can actually see the characters, and those images are copyrighted. Well, then what about all the people who make, like, well, so hang on, hang on, Star hang Wars on. or Star Trek fan films on Hang YouTube? on, so, so Goat, on, on your argument mm-hmm. there, are, are these games using, like, actual, like, sprites or, like, actual, like, like Nintendo-created art, or are they using fan art drawn by somebody else? Uh, I'm pretty sure the Metroid 2 one is using actual Nintendo art, I didn't, if I remember using, right. that Using... Is, that, Go ahead. Sorry, Charlie. No, no I was just going to say because that, that's that's a big difference because because yeah. your question about it being playable fan fiction that that's that's uh, that's an angle I had not considered. That's that's a really good point. Well, um, I mean, so it, it, you it, can you it, can then apply depends, it. So Go I was just going to say. So then it just depends on how much of the if if they're using owned assets like created by Nintendo and their artists. Mm. So if it's if it's a fan made story. If well, uh, yes. Um, if it's if 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 it's fan made. Content, uh, fan-made story, fan-made assets. Then, then yeah, you're you you kind of swayed me by comparing it to fanfic because then that's that that's yeah that then that's definitely too extreme of a reaction to me. Well, but but the, 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 I ask because here's the thing: like we we know and have a lot of people, like especially for VS Films that that write fan fiction or participate in fan fiction. Personally, I don't. I'm not a big fan of fan fiction. Not because I don't. I think there's anything wrong with it. It's just most fan fiction to me doesn't really stand out in most instances. It doesn't. It doesn't better or further uh, a fiction. I just so don't to me, get it. Game game related uh, like fan made games. I, I see what Charlie's talking about. If they're using assets that were created by their individual art teams, I guess there's technically it's not any different than fan fiction or like um, Vic Mignogna who's doing that that Star Trek series original series kind of like like fan fiction uh, episodes. I know a lot of people who really love those. If you look those up on YouTube, they have a ton of people following it, but it's essentially filmed fan fiction, you know, Um, but they're using the backbone of those things to create that fiction. So it really kind of opens up a slippery slope question about like, do the people who create these fictions, fan fictions, video game fan fictions, you know, TV show fan fictions, whatever, are these people do these people have any real right to put their hands on these items or, or are they manhandling something that doesn't really belong to them? Um, that's not a question I'm asking viewers or listeners. Yeah. It's more of a curiosity for myself because I have a lot of mixed thoughts on the concept. But interesting to think about nonetheless. But on the other side, of you're also forgetting that Nintendo has set a very stern line. If it looks, feels anything close to Nintendo, it will sure. not exist. So they are just sure. continuing their their line in the sand that they've made very very clear. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. mean, I applaud Nintendo for setting the standard and keeping up the standard. 
uh, you know, they're not handing out refunds for a shitty game, so I mean, you gotta, you know. <laughs> um, I guess, and and John, I clarify because I I, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't sure on this. Is there any sort of monetization happening on these games through advertisements or anything? No, they're just they're just fan games. I mean, there, there's no, advertisements well, on the well, page. Well, they they don't specify whether or not there's any of that here. One has to assume that when you're talking about copyright related laws, and and property that doesn't technically belong to you, I would be willing to bet. I, I would love to know where that lies in like YouTube's um, like terms of terms of service and, and user agreement information because technically it, it doesn't those places get ad revenue for the things and I wonder if that just has to be like defaulted and given to uh, the people who own the properties but with these it's not made clear whether or not anybody's collecting ad revenue on these things you know from from uh, uh, the website you know from the its host website so you know. Okay, because that that's an important factor as well. Yeah. Is if there's if there's money if there's money being made on these things, even if they're even if we look at them like fan fiction, then that that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, money sure. being made is no no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. In this instance, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but moving on to number three for the week. Um, so Sony's game development chief seems to think that uh, we're all going to be using virtual reality for gaming by the year 2020, um, based on what they know and what they have. Well, of course he does, because they just put out a VR head unit. <laughs> Well, it's coming out in uh, a month. Like a month. A little more than a month, yeah. Yeah, yeah of course he wants that. And it's all um, going to be PSVR. Do, do you guys do you guys think that that's an accurate assessment? Do you think everybody's going to no. be more more adopted to this technology at that point in time? or do you what, think is, what is the specific prediction? What did you say? The, the specific prediction is, is that everybody, uh, specifically Shuei Yoshida from Sony is saying that um, the entire world is going to be using virtual reality by the year 2020, not just for video gaming, but for various applications and, and uses. Charlie, you that's have a four really years from now. look on your face, man. Yeah, that's no, that's not going to happen. Um, the, uh, Good Lord, no. Let, let, me, let me tell you what this reminds me of. Um, before, before Android TV came out, actually, I think it might have been Google TV even, Android TV's predecessor, um, the uh, I forget which one it was, but um, one of the uh, one of the one of the leaders at Google basically had an interview, and he said, "I believe that in two or three years, every TV is going to come with like Google TV or Android TV installed." That didn't. That worked out really well. Yeah, yeah I remember 3D TVs. They were like it was uh, within four years, every everything was going to be in 3D. Yeah, so it's. You know, it's it's kind of their job to make these predictions because they need to convince people to buy this thing because you don't want to be left behind because everyone else is going to have it. You know, so um, do I think that's people. that's a realistic? Well, here here are oh, yeah. some just to give you guys some some information on why it is that he's making these claims because you got to remember these people have a lot of information we don't, especially mm -hmm. at the foundational level of of you know the virtual reality movement. Um, you know, the the article which was originally published by Digital Trends. Uh, does say that Yoshida's bullish views on PSVR do not stop at it being uh, a multifaceted device capable of applications and everything from education to music. According to Yoshida, the PlayStation VR will, quote, be future-proof, which is a really bold statement if you ask me, meaning there will be enough in the initial PSVR for developers to continually make advancements even as newer rival headsets enter the market. Um, to show how confident Sony is in the iteration of PSVR, he denied Sony would release a more powerful version of PSVR next year, similar to Samsung releasing a new Gear, Gear VR a year after its first-generation model. Yoshida's prophecy could be partially rooted in hopes for a mass adoption of PSVR, PSVR, but current trends and Yoshida's resume give his prediction a bit more credence than just promo. 
The International Data Cooperation estimates that VR headsets shipments will increase from 9.6 million this year in 2016 to 64.8 million by 2020, an increase of more than 400%. So, I mean, that, that's... No. No, 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 no. They're just doing math. <laughs> Seriously, they're like, well, last year they did this. Hey, look at that. Seven billion fucking S7 head units went out. Oh, let's do this exponential growth. Oh, well, with that given, in four years, 64 million will go out. Ridiculous. No. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> um, <laughs> Charlie, having heard some of those those statistics, do you do you feel like this changes your perspective or opinion of this at all? I think, okay, so... If, 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 in this, if, if in this statement of saying that everybody is going to be using VR, if they're including people, because what I'm expecting is that considering that, you know, like, the, so the Gear VR headset, I mean, like, Google Cardboard you can get for free. That technically is virtual reality. If, and so, like, if, if, you're, if you're counting those, and if you're counting, I'm, I'm going to assume that a large number of Galaxy phones will be sold, you know, with a free... Um, you know, your VR headset over the coming mm -hmm. years. So, like, okay, fine. If you're if you're counting that, then sure. You know, there there will be people who got one for free or got you know some like low level model or whatever because you know they'll start coming in Happy Meals and you know they'll um you know and you know they'll get it and they'll try it once and the low the low you know tech versions will not impress them and it'll go into a drawer. Like, so if you're counting those people of having used it once as having used VR, okay, then maybe fine. I mean, obviously, everyone is a word you never want to use in a statement like this. But let, let, let's just say to be generous, 90% of people having touched VR in some fashion, in in four years from now, I could see that. I mean, like, there there, there have been a, a number of family members that I have that I've shown my gear VR to. Like, they used it the one time where I... Showed them just the, the 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 Gear VR demo video that comes with, and they looked around. They're like, "That's amazing!" And then they never want to touch it again because they don't care. I mean, you know. So yeah, sure. If you're counting them as having used Gear VR virtual reality, then sure, I could see that in four years, enough people will actually use VR that they will have shown it to enough of their friends one time, or people have gotten at Happy Meals one time. That ninety percent of the population that is counted in this kind of thing, because obviously we're not talking about you know people living in huts in Africa, um, you know, then, okay, sure, fine, 90%. I, I could potentially see that. With every single one of those, um, of those uh, you know, conditions put in place. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, so, uh, no. Goat says no, that's it. I'm so, Goat, what, what is your prediction then? What, what percentage of the, the countable population here of technology users will have used VR in the same fashion that I just described in, by the end of 2020? The one, the, oh, the one, the one touch and done? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I said, not, I said not 90. 90 of like... Of like I know. wouldn't say 90. I'd say, I mean, on the high side with a tailwind and a free bag of Doritos, 70%. Wow. Okay. Just because, like, a lot of people aren't. I mean, you're gonna get the Best Buy people who are like, you know, well, what the fuck is this? And then like the auto show, you'll get some people. But like most people, if they don't know what it is, they're not gonna seek it out. And right. you know, and if you're getting a brand new phone, you're gonna be like, okay, cool. But most like, there's probably thirty to forty percent of the population that still doesn't even want a smartphone. <laughs> That's disturbingly true. Yes. Yes, quite true. Mm hmm. Um, having said that, though, I'm going to go ahead and move on to number two for the week. Um, 
Wall Street Journal put out a report uh, earlier this week saying that it does look like, despite some skeptical reports earlier this year that everybody was saying, no, surely not, it looks like Nintendo is going to be using cartridges for the NX, not discs. Fuck yeah. <laughs> An immediate, like, hurrah from GOAT. Um <laughs> To give you a breakdown of some of the more information here, uh, Wall Street Journal is reporting that, quote, people familiar with the matter have stated that Nintendo will go back to some form of cartridge as a storage medium for games on the NX. Uh, coming up, kind of an oddity. Uh, industry watchers said cartridges were a reasonable choice for Nintendo's next generation system, codenamed NX, because the company targets a wider range of consumers than Sony or Microsoft. Nintendo's core fans include small children who might scratch discs but find cartridges tougher to damage. Cartridges also allow games to load faster, are harder to copy, and can be mass-produced faster than discs. Um, this is uh, seems like a really strange tactical decision to me. What do you guys think about this? This I mean, other sounds than like goats, Nintendo saying "fuck yeah." No, no, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, this is this is this is awesome. I, I, I like cartridges, but I, this sounds like Nintendo is really kind of batting down the hatches on security and making it a lot more difficult to to do things. Like you can't make a you can't make an emulator off a of cartridge. It takes a little bit longer. I'm sure you can. Then there's technology to do that, but you can't just be like, "Oh, disk, computer, you know, Google, gone." Um, yeah, it just sounds like Nintendo's really like just cranking down the hatches, and either you're Nintendo and make Nintendo games, or you're not Nintendo and you do not make Nintendo games. Like that's I think that they want. All right. I I find this to be perfectly realistic. Um, you know, because especially like if you step back and you think about it, John, the reasons that you gave from that article make all make perfect sense. Except the speed of distribution and manufacturing, I have a hard time believing that manufacturing cartridges is quicker than pressing discs. But that I I don't have any well, information the, to back that you up. The burn them, you just you can just take the you just it just presses like press a mold, slap a car chip in it, press I mean, the top mold on. Sure, but I mean, still, I mean, we, we don't know. So to me, to me, yeah. to me, to me I, <laughs> I, I find that suspect. But I mean, who really knows? Um, well, then probably talk about one cartridge and one disc. It I probably wonder, takes though, two minutes to burn a disc and thirty seconds to slap three pieces together. <laughs> but then you have to manufacture all those other pieces. So, I mean, like there's but, no, 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 yeah, yeah, but there's that's, that's but you gotta remember this is PR, so they're gonna take like that one cartridge and go look faster. I'm gonna make a prediction well, here. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And it might sound like a stretch, but hear me out on this. It might make sense if you if you think about it. Cartridges, when people say cartridges, you think of like, you know, NES cartridges or SNES cartridges and, you know, or Sega Genesis cartridges. You think of cartridges. Like the way or we 3DS go. cartridges, but yeah, tall. That's what I'm getting at. And hold right on. Right there. Because those are technically <laughs> cartridges too. Um, I'm wondering, because there's supposed to be a mobile element to the NX, I'm wondering if, if Nintendo is not going to merge their NX and 3DS platforms and try and make it so that if you buy an NX game, you can play it on your 3DS and versa. just buy one. Could you imagine? Turbo graphics again. It's going to be like Turbo Graphics. Yeah. Because their mobile platform took the same cartridges you, as, their, as their console. You see Remember what that? I'm saying, though? Does that make yeah. sense? Do you, yep. do you know that would be amazing. How would you guys feel about that? Do you think that would that would help give some... I, uh, could, buy, I could buy long games and take them on the road with me. That, 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 I'm buying an NX. Done, done yeah. deal. 
John, considering that's what I was about to say before you interrupted me, I completely agree. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, great, oh. great, great minds, Charlie. Great minds. I'm so sorry. Um, so it's uh, yeah, no, the you know, because yeah, cartridge. You know, when when you talk about cartridges, yeah, they're already doing it with the 3ds, like John said. But then also, you got to think about like go to the store and like look at the price of like flash drives now. I mean, like or like you know, you can get like a, a four eight gigabyte flash drive for dollars. You know, it's nothing. You know, so mm-hmm. you know the the cost of manufacturing cartridges is I don't think anywhere near what people suspect it is. It's not like it's not like the days of like the NES or the Super Nintendo, you know, Nintendo, where you have entire like circuit boards with like the sound emulator chips and everything in there. No, no, it's just storage. Yeah, you know? it's just storage. So, yeah. yeah, it just so beeps I, it out on the on the system, doesn't? Is that how that works? Like it's just basically like the file, the EXE files on the cartridge, and then the rest of the processing and all that stuff's handled on the, the system side? Yeah, I mean, that, that the same way, that's the exact same way it is when you have a, a disk. You know, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the data's on the disk, and the, the system handles everything. Um, okay. It's all software now. Um, well, and that's the thing. Just because, just because it's not a popular medium with which to use as a storage medium now does not mean that there have not been advances... In the you know the compression of the media that goes on to that storage medium, so and because then if you think about it, like you know you can your software updates for your games could potentially be like written straight to the cartridge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know mm-hmm. your, save, your save games could live on the cartridge and things like that. You know mm-hmm. there's um there, there's a there's a lot of potential benefits here, yeah. Um, yeah. and especially if they're going the direction like you guys were talking about of having VNX be both the console and a mobile system, so you could have the same cartridges mm-hmm. like go the, the Turbo Graphics route. I mean that's yeah. I thought. I mean, as far as Nintendo gimmicks are concerned, that sounds like a pretty good one to me. Yep. yep. I say you're going to see, if that's true, I'm telling you right now, you will see an NX on every single tour bus in America. Mm. Several, I imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, be good. Awesome, especially if they make the detachable controller so that they've got the built-in 3D screens on them Mm -hmm. like the 3DS, you know what I mean, the new 3DS. I don't know, we'll see. Um, moving on to uh, number one for the week. This one doesn't really merit any discussion. It's more of a follow-up than anything else, but it was certainly the thing that was plastered across every news page for the front week just because it's high profile in a way. Um, judge throws out Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan's Take-Two lawsuit uh, claiming that the uh, little piece model that they had in a lot of their load screens was basically her. Um, the judge is just like, get the fuck out of here. I thought that's actually what he said. Yeah, I hope to. I hope that's what he said, but um, you know, the system works in one. Hopefully, facet. what they what they did is they held the two things up side by side, and they were just like, "This is clearly a work of fiction designed to look like a healthy human being," and then the other one is Lindsay Lohan, who looks like she was dragged face down in gravel. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, she was twice after drinking herself stupid. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so no, they told her just get lost, man. You're not getting anything out of this. In um, case, uh, in case anybody doesn't know the image that we're talking no about right crack here, money. No, that, that's crack the one. Money. That's the one. So yeah, so if you're if you're watching the mm-hmm. stream right now, it's the uh, the the blonde haired um, red bikini girl who's doing Clearly. the sign selfie, and um, clearly not Lindsay Lohan. Look at that. That chest is way too big for her. Um, well, I, no, I mean, like, look, I can understand why she originally brought this thing no, to bear. Because no, Eric, this doesn't look anything like her. Listen, no, that, that chick's I, hot. Here, 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 I'm going to screen share now, too, and you can see the, the photo that she's claiming that they originally said was based on, that she claimed was based on her, was this photo, right? So mm-hmm. the two things are, I guess, only just similar enough, but not similar enough it, from where I'm standing. No, clearly the woman on the right is sober. 
<laughs> that is so for uh, just fucking mean goat. You're for, mean. So for, 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 for Junkie, put that back up here for the for, for the audio listeners. Here, hold on one second. Um, John is showing a picture of the the, the red bikini rock star girl on the one side, and on the other side, it's a photograph of Lindsay Lohan who is wearing a um, a pink, pink bikini. Mm-hmm. Um, also ma- making a peace sign at the camera with sunglasses on and looking with but holding looking her with, phone. Holding her phone. It's actually just a digital camera. It's not even a, if you look at it, it's like an old oh, yeah. school like digital camera. It's oh, not yeah. even a phone. Mm-hmm. With um a uh, a chrome bottle of Coke. Is that what I'm seeing? Like what am I I don't know what I'm uh, seeing. I mean, yeah, just that might be vodka. Plastic. I don't know. Probably is vodka though. You're right. Go. Yeah. <laughs> but still, I mean like that 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 the face on that character doesn't look anything like her to me. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Not at all. no. Lindsay's little hand looks like a train wreck and that woman looks like she's actually been fed and took care of herself. So <laughs> Uh, yeah. Sad no. times for Lindsay. Uh, but not really. I'm I'm sorry, Lindsay, but you can only do one parent trap a, a lifetime. Uh, that's it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> parent parent company trap. There's another show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I love that 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 got you. Of all the things that we joked around, uh, that might be the, that, that might be the winner. We need <laughs> one of these days. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna name one of the shows. Uh, listen to how many show titles we came up with. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no, no, go go full clickbait. You won't believe how many show titles we come up with. Oh in yeah, this episode. yeah, yeah. yeah. Choose, or choose your own show title. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we give you plenty of options. Uh, well, John, that was quite the roundup of news. It was. Yeah. Like I said, not much to talk about mm-hmm. this week, but certainly uh, just enough news to keep it moving. But uh, mm-hmm. that's it for real, real, real quick news yeah. story one and a half I want to mention, mm-hmm. um, just because I, I, I think it's noteworthy. Um, you can now play PlayStation 3 games without a PlayStation, thanks to um, the, the, the PlayStation Now service being available on PC. Oh, my God, I didn't know this, but I have to do this, like, right now. <laughs> like, the second <laughs> the show ends, I'm going to be like... Yep. So is other no, the, no, no. No, you're playing yeah. Grand Theft Auto Five right after the show ends. Hopefully, oh, maybe I have to check with my boss. But um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, so the PlayStation Now uh, um, Netflix-ish style streaming service, um, where you can um, where you can basically stream um, PlayStation Three and I think some PlayStation Two and uh, and Vita games, is now available on PC. Um, so you can play so PlayStation can... games without owning any PlayStation hardware, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, so it is Windows only, so no Mac or Linux variants, not surprising. Um, and then the, um, the subscription prices for the service is, is something that I find to be a little bit steep. So it's a month, a month at a time for $19.99, <coughs> or you can buy a year for, for $99.99. Mm, that's so, not bad for... That's like those are like Netflix prices. That's like streaming. Yeah. Well, no, Netflix is is has been seven ninety nine is now nine ninety nine. So it's, it's mm-hmm. half that. And that's then, actually um that's that's Amazon Prime numbers, but PlayStation yeah. does do free shipping for the yeah, for the yeah, for the yearly like, cost. Yes, yeah. the ninety nine ninety nine. Yes, is is the same as Amazon Prime. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Amazon agrees with you. That's a kick in the nuts for pricing. Um, I mean, I think Amazon Prime is one of the best values in the no, world. No, for the PlayStation Now. Oh, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, because but I mean, like, for especially a, a month at a time for twenty bucks. I mean, like, the thing is that y- if you haven't you looked can at go the buy catalog- these games, that's the thing. If you haven't looked at the catalog of games, this is not like new releases as they come out. Like, this is their this oh. is their like greatest hits selection. So I mean, like, yes, they're good games, but they're also games that you could probably pick up at GameStop or whatever for like eight to ten dollars a piece. So you know, just. Mm. You have to kind of take a look at the catalog and judge the value before you jump in. But they well, do have a free trial. Well, that's also personal preference. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but there is a, a seven-day free trial, so you can check that out. But yeah, 
Mm. PlayStation, will, uh, I'll be waiting for your check in the mail. <laughs> I'll be waiting for a long time, Charlie. Yeah. Um, but that's that's it. That's everything I had for news this week. Our feature this week was to sit and discuss some of the really weird, quirky things that Nintendo have done, uh, you know, in their in their span as a company, and whether or not that's been a good or bad thing for them in the long run, um, and and what your perspective might be. Normally, we ask that as a mailbag question too, but we did not post it this week as we talked about earlier in the show, so we're not going to be handling mailbag this week, which presumably means we're not going to be hearing from the lovely Songbird this week. Because she usually uh, poses her questions based on our mailbag. Do you think of any any particularly uh, noteworthy Nintendo, like odd Nintendo gimmicks, that uh, that they've thrown to the forefront, and whether or not those things have been uh, good or bad for the company? Well, we should start with Virtual Boy. Bad. <laughs> that one kind of goes without saying, though. Yes, and then uh, we yeah. can move on to uh, what was it? The uh, the pedometer. That might be one DS. of the, the life meter or whatever it was. Yeah, yes. The finger thing, that little finger tappy pedometer thing too. Yeah, they've fitness games and DSs, I don't get it. Um but there's that. What else was there? There was something else. I mean Rob was weird. Helping helping only children play with their friends. There was a robot you plugged into your nest. I mean creepy and weirdly satisfying. You have a Rob, don't you, Goat? Yeah, yes I do. Let's not talk about weird people who have robs. Moving on. Um, <laughs> and yes, it's complete with all of the armatures. <laughs> there, are, there are a lot of people that argue that the, the Nintendo seal of approval was a bit of a gimmick back in the day because nobody else really put their was a seal of approval on the game. Um, but if it didn't have the Nintendo seal of approval on the box, uh, the recommendation was to skip the, the title. Even if it was published for the, the Nintendo Entertainment System, if it didn't have that seal of approval on it, Nintendo was saying, yeah, it doesn't have our, our stamp. You know? Oh, yeah, the little, the little gold seal? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, um, I remember that. So what do you guys think about the, 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 the Wii Fit board? Um, I um, think that, that qualifies as a goofy gimmick, or do you think? I, yeah, I think useful. that anything that shows up often at a thrift store qualifies as a goofy gimmick. <laughs> that, you know, that that's a good that's a good meter. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's there's racks and racks of Wii Fit boards and uh, Tony Hawk ride boards in in every thrift store across America. <laughs> there there are people that that actually uh, kind of thought that Nintendo's battery backup systems for save files was a gimmick to start with because nobody was doing that before then. The Legend of mm-hmm. Zelda was a was a really original game that was kind of ahead of its time because they were it was a game that, that supplied um that supplied a, a way to save your game. And so people didn't think that was going to work because the second the battery burns out it's going to mm-hmm. be worthless and people aren't going to want to have anything so, to do with it. So we're skipping two big gimmicks that that we missed. Um, one being the power glove. Oh yeah, and the other one being the super scope. Oh, we didn't skip those. Oh, I was no. getting, I was getting to those. <laughs> John owned both. <laughs> I actually no, I did not. I believe it. Or I not, did. I did own both. I can say. Yes, I did you really? Yes, I did. Uh, oh, super scope yeah. was oh, awesome yeah. for the two games it was for. Look, <laughs> I, I always Nintendo might be the original company that 
the original company that tricked me into thinking that all of the awesome things that I thought could exist uh, just didn't fucking exist and was a bunch of bullshit <laughs> that somebody scribbled <laughs> down on paper and didn't actually, um, didn't actually vet. And the power glove was one of those things. Like I, there were the power glove did more use off the system as a toy than it did on the system. This is true. Did anybody ever use the the, 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 the number pad or like the the text pad in that thing? Like there were, there, I don't think there was ever a game that actually utilized that. Not I, that I know. I don't of. remember to be honest. The only one I played was Clax. That's the only game I ever remember using the power glove for. I remember mm. I, I I remember getting one after, of course, I saw um, uh, the wizard. And mm -hmm. um, I think probably like everybody for the most part. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I got it uh, used at like some trade show. And uh, I remember I tried to play that same. I, I, if I remember correctly, I tried to play that same racing game on it, and I I said like, oh, well, this is nowhere near as fun as it looked like in the in the movie. And so then it went into a drawer, <laughs> and I ended up selling it to another guy. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you, you 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 power flipped. Got it. I had. I a, did. I did. I think it was a cousin that came to visit when we were kids that brought a um, a super scope with them, and I was so intrigued by it because yeah, I mean Nintendo used to be really good about blitzing, you know, Saturday morning TV with, um, you know, with all kinds of commercials for their super scope, and they made the super scope seem like it was just the coolest thing. But when you think about it, like as a kid, like a plastic bazooka that you could fire at games sounds like the greatest thing you've ever heard in your life. Well, that, an and adult, it was the 90s. You, you go like a, f a fucking like what am I like? I play like four games with the Nintendo Bazooka. It's like the dumbest <laughs> thing you can think mm. of. And they've they've since like it's funny because they almost they almost come up with ideas that people take and use years later, but refine. Like um, the Rumble Pack for the Nintendo 64 was one of their gimmicky weird things. Everyone's mm -hmm. like, "That's stupid. Why the fuck would you want vibration in your controller?" And now it's standard. And now it's standard. If you don't have like force with force mm -hmm. feedback in your controllers, like people think it's a little weird. And I actually have a PlayStation 3 controller that was one of the the launch PlayStation 3 controllers that don't have the vibration in it. And when you play games and it's not oh, there. The, the six axis. Yeah, mm -hmm. you notice it when it's not there. It's really mm -hmm. weird after you're used to it. It's also really weird picking up that controller and feeling how light it is. It is crazy light, man. <laughs> yes. Ball bat of controllers. <laughs> um, and then, and then uh, Dustin Falconer is mentioning the our Resident Evil 4 revolver for Wii. We are we are only going to be looking at actual things put out by Nintendo proper, not not the bevy of ridiculous third party accessories that you can find out there. Mm -hmm. Like uh, yeah. like like yeah. yeah. So just to, just to make that clear. But yeah, it has um, to be Nintendo's franchise. Can we talk about the Game Boy camera? Uh, no. Oh wait, wait, <laughs> not not before we and, talk about the Game the Boy printer. printer. Yes. <laughs> Well, you you wouldn't get the camera unless you also got the printer because was it okay? You would want to no, I know. I'm just saying, like a person would not buy the camera unless you also bought the printer because you would want to make sure that you could print out those horribly eight, pixelated, eight ridiculously mm -hmm. stupid, bad bozos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. no, I don't. Yeah, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, I I do blame the NES Advantage. On 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 purists and game uh, like arcade enthusiasts still walking around with arcade sticks insisting they are the the premium and premier way to um, play fighting games. I blame the NES Advantage for that. Point of interest, I, I have one of those too. <laughs> of course, why wouldn't you? I'd be shocked if you didn't. Actually, I have a lot of my Nintendo accessories still because someday somebody will want them for nostalgia purposes and cut me a large check. Yeah, the, there's you know there's there's like the weird things that Nintendo come out with. Well, no, there's there's the the less weird good things one. that Nintendo comes out with, like Mario Paint. 
Well, okay, yeah, that was a good one for sure. The mouse did nothing else for any other game on the planet except Mario Paint. But it functioned properly for that piece of, that yeah. piece of software for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. But um, what I was gonna say is that th- there's there's like the weird accessories that Nintendo puts out that um, that are that are like less of a big deal. Like when you come out with a series of steering wheel attachments for the Wii U controller just for Mario Kart. Oh my God! How like, weird was that? I, I like, played with all the, well, all the peripherals. <laughs> Yeah, all, all the plastic, uh, all the plastic toys that you put your Wii, Wii controller in to uh, mimic what you were actually doing. Right. It's mm-hmm. like you know, make it feel like you're really playing baseball by putting in like a giant plastic baseball bat. Like, <laughs> no, no, I don't want. Well, let do me that. ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Where, where the, where the Mario Kart, racket. where the Mario Kart mm-hmm. like, like hand controllers were the little like steering wheel controllers. Did you guys use those, and did you find that they helped or took away from just using the the Actual Wii remotes on their own is like I played steering controls. both, but I, I actually uh, it was more comfortable to play with my Nerf one because it was super padded instead of like instead of holding my my Wii controller like this and like flipping it with my thought my fingers. You, it was so just you had one of the like armored like Nerf steering wheels. Yeah, yeah, I you still do. You fucking nerd. Yes. You fucking nerd. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. It's not and I'll still whoop your ass all day long on Mario Kart. Oh, you know what? Challenge accepted, man. You and I have never oh, it's going down. Mario Kart. It's, it's going happen. down. We need to stream that shit. It's going to happen. Um, uh, my, might I suggest, um, you've had, have you guys played the Mario Kart drinking game? Going off topic here for a little bit. No, but we should. No? So the Mario Kart drinking game is where you start with a beverage and... With, with, a, with a full beverage, uh, adult beverage, and you have to finish that beverage by the end of the race. That's, that's called poisoning, <laughs> in, Charlie. In, that's in whatever, poisoning in, in whatever means you decide to do that from. My, my tactic when I was doing, when I played the America drinking game at uh, the game room up at MLP MSP was, um, I don't have a bottle handy, but to pretend this is a bottle, is I would play like this, and I would drink like I was playing. Silly straws. Everybody else, mm-hmm. everybody else would like have to just like wait for a straightaway and then take a mm-hmm. hand away from their controller and like try and take a drink and put it back down. No, I have my mm-hmm. hands on the controller yeah. the entire time. That's the, just the, the, I think the baseball person. hat, like beer can hats with the straws. Yeah. Ah, yes. Oh, I have one of those too. We can wear that. Yes. Yeah. I, I believe. I, believe um, I think. I think we. Should, I believe that would be cheating. That would. That would not. That would not. <laughs> be yeah. I think. Uh, I think we should do this with Game Red Radio, but we should do it with the Dragon's Milk. Um, we'll, we'll all be dead. That's what'll happen by the end of that. Is it'll be everybody blacked out while their cars drive into a wall. That's what's going to happen if you do that. This is a terrible idea, Goat. I love it. Let's do it. Um, like half a lap in, you'd be like, "All right, we're, oh my goodness." Yeah. Only Goat if you're drinking a Reverend while we do it. Reverend, what's that? Well, the the quad that like put you on your ass mm-hmm. the last time you went on tour. Oh yeah, that would oh, be yeah, De- Denver, we, I think. We called and <laughs> I'm left pretty, us a really, really I'm pretty sure she, I'm pretty sure that was Denver yeah. for uh for warped uh-huh. prom. Uh the Reverend by Avery. It's a it's a Belgian mm-hmm. quad, I believe. Yeah, which yeah. made that phone call really irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, digressing back into the topic. Yes, um yes. yes. So so yeah, I mean, okay, so now let let's the reason why we came up with this topic is that we're we're, mm. we're talking about the NX. And we're looking mm-hmm. forward to the NX, and we're seeing like the trend of Nintendo's gimmicks and what they did to their console sales. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like 
the so like let, 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 let's look at the pattern here. So the Nintendo 64 I, to me the gimmick was the controller, this weird like three pronged weird controller that like nobody could figure out how to hold the right way until you know, with it, four like, C buttons. But it worked. Yeah, it was it was just a goofy ass controller. But mm-hmm. once you got it the looked hang, like an alien. Yeah, it really did. And then um and then you get to the GameCube, and I think the the biggest like ha- one of small. the gimmicks with the GameCube was, was how small disc. it was. There was the completely pointless handle on the system. And then the house, and then the tiny little discs. Um, yeah, what was with the handle? Like you were just gonna pick up and throw it in your backpack and take it over to your buddies? I, I, I don't think anybody <laughs> ever for that. I think that's um, the presumption. I don't think it worked yeah. out. The only thing way. nice about that was it fit on my shelf next to my gargantuan Xbox original. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so so then there's that, and, and then and then we move on to the Wii. Now, of course, the Wii. The reason why the Wii is one of the one of the like the best-selling consoles of all time is because of its gimmick. You know, it was they were the first to get motion control gaming right, and so I kind of worry that Nintendo got in their head the idea that okay, the only way we can have a successful console is to have like motion. some weird crazy gimmick in it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like I'm I'm pretty sure that the Wii sold more than the GameCube and the Nintendo 64 combined. Um, the Wii sold more than everyone combined. Like <laughs> PepsiCo is enough. still trying to to fight those numbers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, so then we get to the Wii U, which weird naming scheme aside, um, the gimmick is the controller and the fact that it's like a it's like a motion controlled you know giant gamepad controller that you can't play more than you know with, with a screen on it. Which well, the gimmick was you could play it uh, while the TV was off. Remember well, they were selling it like that. that. That, that, that was part of the gimmick, which, depending on the game, it was or was not actually realistically usable because some games did use a second screen. Um, you know, so it's, as far as how realistic it was to actually do that, and you know, it kind of depended on the game. Um, but, uh, but there was that. But, yeah, so pretty much everything about the controller was the gimmick with the Wii U. It's like the fact that mm-hmm. it had a screen, the fact that you could play it with the TV off, the fact that, you know... It, it was um, dual screen... You know, Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was it was a dual screen system. It had a microphone in it. Um, you know, a mm-hmm. bunch of different things about that controller. Um, clearly, did the not D. help them anywhere near as much as the Wii did. Um, yeah. And so, yes, was dual screens in the 3D, which yeah. amazingly, that's all they need. That gimmick's working fine. I mean, granted, I turn off the 3D, but right, like Nintendo, you don't need that. You don't need crazy gimmicks. You don't need a circus clown and fucking three dudes on a f- fucking flying trapeze to sell a system. So let's look at the ads. So, 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 he, the, well, this conversation we was, well, I, we're, we're, we're looking at the, what we know about the ads. Yeah. It's, um, we're, um, you know, this conversation was sparked by an article that John reported in the news last week. Uh, with John, just to refresh, refresh everybody, um, if, if you have that in your head, uh, what was, what was the, what was the, the, the cliff notes of the article that you read last week about what, uh, what they were saying about the NX? No, oh, that's right. Reggie was yapping about it. You're asking me to refresh them on it? Yeah, if you have that in your head, yeah. just because you, you were the one that reported it. Um, what was it? Um, actually, I don't. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> actually, I, I think it was it was Reggie saying like they know what they did wrong with the Wii U and oh they yeah, that they they they, they were definitely they collecting feedback on it and they know that there were mistakes made that they they need to have a, a better um, approach and reach to the way that they tell people what this new Nintendo system is. That was the message that he was trying to convey, is they just need to be better about telling people what this new product is, explaining it to them. 
So with that, so with that in mind, let, let's look at what we what we think we know about the NX so far. It's, that is amazing, Charlie. I just want to stop you right there for one second. We need to tell everybody much better how to about this product. So we have like three or four random things that Nintendo shit out of us that make no absolute sense. But this is what we know about the system. Um, well, <laughs> they're they're off to a great start. Great start. Yeah, I think yeah. they're taking notes. Yeah. Well, it, none of it's come out of official channels so far, so we'll reserve judgment on whether or not their plan actually goes. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. Goes. Go. It works. I'll out. give you that. Yeah. But um. So it, it, to me, it sounds like. Tell me if you guys agree that that signs are pointing to that the NX is going to be some weird portable home console hybrid that uses cartridges. That that's that's what the rumors. That are going is to what everybody's been able to piece together for what we've got there. But you know, outside so, of that, it's really right. hard to tell otherwise. What I've got. From what they've told us, and this is just my listeners. This is just my like piecing together. So you guys have seen the new the new Super Boys, right? The mobile uh, uh, Super Nintendo what, that they just came out with. Yes. And you put the actual Super yeah, Nintendo cartridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it, it plays that's it. Correct. Yeah. I'm thinking that's gonna be the controller, and then I'm guessing that the the system will. I'm pretty much thinking like that is controllers, and then like a Super Nintendo looking actual console that takes these cartridges of some size, or you know, that's kind of what they're explaining to me. Is they're just taking a well, Superboy? Okay, so for, so it wouldn't make sense to me. It, it, I, what I'm hearing you say, tell correct mm -hmm. me if I'm wrong, is mm -hmm. what I'm hearing you say is that you would use the cartridge in either in yeah. either the the console or in the handset. Uh like, yeah. Where would the cartridge go? The cartridge would go in a thing either one. in your TV. Either one. I think I think it, I think both would have a slot. Yeah, I think I, that's what I'm saying. It would be a universal slot where you can mm -hmm. take the card from. And if okay, if they're using, so when you're playing at home, card, then presumably you could save yeah. on the card itself and then take your save data and put it into the yeah. controller. Here's why I don't think that that would be the case, is because then you're literally having yeah. to build two consoles, like CPUs, like graphics processors, and everything right. need to exist in both of them. Um, and I just I don't so, know why, I don't know why they would do that. Um, okay, so so if the if the if the cartridge goes in the controller, the controller has like an aux cable to the system, and the system just turns into a uh, basically a bypass to your TV for well, monitoring. They, uh, well, uh, yes, except I don't. Th I mean, they they've pretty much like with 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 the questionable usefulness of the screen on the Wii U gamepad. The one thing I'll say is that it mm -hmm. works like the lag and everything of that screen is works great. Mm -hmm. The the, the the technology that they're using to beam the signal, you know, from the from the Wii U console to the controller, mm -hmm. is, is that that technology to me is is pretty solid. Oh, for, I forget we live in a wireless that, world. Yep. So I would say they would just flip that, mm -hmm. so that you would have a receiver mm -hmm. base station plugged into the TV, and it would just do. Mm -hmm. I forget the. Uh, the I forget the name of the technology that they're using there, the offshoot of it, but um, they would basically just yeah, it would wirelessly put the picture up. On, it would, yeah, on the screen. it would just that's be a right. bypass. Yeah, yeah. So um, so so let, let let's say that that's what it is. So uh, the gimmick here is that is apparent is the fact that you can mm -hmm. have this one thing that you could you know play in your hand or play on the TV or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, do you guys think that that is a better way to go than just taking a step back and making what many would consider to be a traditional gaming console where it's just it's it's just it's well, like a PlayStation or an Xbox it's just a it's a I'll, normal I'll say this I think that it's good to have an alternative to the status quo in this situation particularly because Microsoft and Sony are kind of leading towards doing iterative upgrades the way that cell phone companies do every year with their consoles I would like to see at least one of the big 3 maintain this is a video game console. It is for video gaming and not really for much else. 
so that if everything else falls apart on the other sides of it, we have something to go to ground that's a little bit more of a traditional experience. That's just me, personally. I always like that Nintendo plays that role. So, yeah. yeah. So, I understand that's your preference, but in terms of the grand market, like as far as what people want, as far as what would sell, do you think that this is the better way to go? I or? think that that is entirely too hard to say until we see more about it. I mean, like, I knew... No, fair. I, I'm, I'm just saying, with, with this, with this, with this, with this imaginary console that we've just described, mm-hmm. whether or not that's the NX or not, do you think that this console that we've just constructed in our imaginations, do you think that that, that, that would be the right choice for Nintendo I in think terms the, of their market strategy? Given how much of a market penetration the, the 3DS has and how seemingly, like baffling it is to people that it keeps outselling things like the Vita and the PSP over the years. It's just every iteration of it has crushed everything that's come near um, for for handheld gaming. I think that it is. I think there's merit to it, yeah. Because if you give people, especially now, people want more bang for their buck. If you could take a game and play it in more than one place and kind of pick up where you left off taking your game on the road or just out walking, especially now with the advent of Pokemon Go being a big deal, people wanting to play on the go, yeah, I think there's a market for it if they do it the right way. It just depends on whether or not they do it the right way. You know what I mean? Now, the uh, the other aspect to this to this concept, as as we're forming it in our heads, is that one would have to imagine that the processing power would be would have to be on the lower side of things because you can't you, know, you can't you can't you can't fit all the guts that you need to make a um you know to, to, to make something that's as powerful as the Xbox One or the PS4 in something the size of a Wii U gamepad. You just can't do it. Um, not not yeah. not for a call. Cost that's that that they would sell the console for it would cost way too much, so um, so that, so we're, we would probably be talking about games that would look Wii U level. So we're talking about Nintendo's. Uh, th- this would be this would be my prediction if they were to go this route. Tell me if you guys agree. Is that if mm-hmm. if if again if they went this route, that the games would not be a, take a step forward graphically. It would basically be Wii U quality titles and hardware. Yeah, I'm Just, gonna agree with you on the that, system yeah. would change. I yeah. would say that's that's the case. But they don't need to be they don't need to be up on the graphics. They've proven that Mario looks good in the current graphics, and he'll sell millions of copies. Yeah, everything everything they put out looks sharp enough to compete yeah. at the moment. So and you, you guys as... think that the general public sh- shares your guys' view on that? Probably not. that's the question, isn't it? Probably not. No, I think so. Nintendo doesn't Nintendo doesn't sell themselves on graphics. Nintendo sells themselves no. on playability Nostalgia. and and charm. You know, it doesn't have to look good if it's charming enough, really. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, the well, CW, then, like, you know. CW built an entire network on, you know, it doesn't have to look good as long as it's somewhat charming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what an analogy. Okay. So, that's it. Um, all right. That's, Shit, that's Kevin Smith, all of his movies, every single one of Kevin Smith's movies look like they were filmed with a fucking handheld camera, but they're charming as shit. They you were. Know, everybody makes fun of his they cinematography, were. but they're charming. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. doesn't have to. Char- charm will win out over over looks any any day. Mm-hmm. That's how people get married. Oh God, <laughs> both that was bleak. That was so fucking bleak. What you just said, God. All right. Anyways. Oh, so, okay. So, so <laughs> goat. As do you have any um, thoughts to add in on this on this concept as we're pitching it, as in terms of whether or not it's a good I mean, idea? I think it's fine. I mean, it's it's a good idea. I mean, and the, the, if we take it from Nintendo's side, they're always worried about screen time for the kids. So this way, they can control it. Your controller only lasts so long, and you'll have to recharge it. You know, I mean, they tell you that on the Wii U all the time. 
like, don't take a break. Make, take, make sure you take a break. Hey, take a break. You know, I, I've never met a game console that tells you to stop playing it more than the Wii U. <laughs> That's <laughs> um, ex- except for like, hey, I'm glad VR. you bought me, but yeah, hey, <laughs> uh, I'm glad you bought me, but don't, you um, we'll don't use me. Some life, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. we just want your money. We don't want you to actually use the product. I don't think you want to be here doing yeah, this. The only, the only, yeah, the only console that's had me stop doing that more than the Wii U is the Gear VR, and that's just because it overheats mm-hmm. constantly, and I, it it's will true. not let me play it. Well, um, that's 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 technical difficulty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's technical difficulty. Wii U is actually like, we're, we're okay. Oh, thank you for having your parents spend $300 on our console. <laughs> go the fuck outside. Yeah. Don't ever look at it again. Just go the fuck Knowing outside. Knowing Nintendo, it was, that's, that's a ploy, though. That's a marketing ploy. They encourage you to go outside so that it gives you time to go out and let them to finish developing third or first-party games <laughs> that you know are going to be four years in gaps. They're like, well, no, 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 don't I be mean, in a rush. We're not. They, they, don't, don't hurry. They, yeah, they, they also knew Pokemon <laughs> Go was coming out, so you can play Pokemon Go while your Wii U's charging. Yeah. Um, okay, so so I, I agree with you guys completely. I, I think that this that this concept that we have constructed based on the available information that we have, mm-hmm. I believe is the... Which absolute, is absolutely nothing. Well, it, it's, 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 it's what we have. So um, yeah. I, I think that it is absolutely the right way for Nintendo to go. Um the you know having you know increasing the value increase increase you know like I think it was John that said bang for the buck value. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, double on down on that. Yeah, I, I think I I think that, that that this is absolutely a great plan for them. Hope so. Hopefully, no. hopefully our concept turns out to be true. It's not going to be near that. It's going to be some sort of like flytrap device that you have to like line up with the sun. But um, <laughs> so here here's the question then, gentlemen, if our Fantasyful NX is reality. Uh, day one purchase for anyone, or, or are we waiting it out because we've gotten broken by Nintendo? I'm waiting it out just because I don't know fucking know anything about this console other than that it's cartridges and maybe touchscreen. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, like portable touchscreen. I don't know enough about it. I need to see something before I can make it. But I'm saying our, our 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 vision. If that if that's the final product, our vision here depends on price. Would that be a day one purchase for you? Depends on price. Five hundred dollars. So, so no. Four hundred dollars. No. What Charlie said. Okay. Three hundred dollars. I think is my is my sell point for that. Is yeah, your is your is your Nintendo line three hundred bucks? No, Nintendo. For a day one purchase, sight unseen, yes. Um, yeah. my my bar would my price bar would go up if uh, if I found out more information about like a new like a you know like a new Metroid like a new you know like a new Mario Galaxy like mm-hmm. system sellers would increase. Would, would, Selling points. Yeah, yeah, would be sellers, would, yeah. would would increase my want, but. Mm. I get it. Now, if it uh, if it came with Untapped as an app on it, does that help you? Uh, no, because I have it on my phone. That doesn't do anything. For me. <laughs> nice try. <that> <laughs> nice try. <laughs> All right, Nintendo. You don't need to put beer in to get Charlie. Just bring him Mario and uh, Raymond uh, deities. There you go. <laughs> Indeed. But um, you know that that was. Uh, we'll go ahead and put a pin in this and call this feature yeah. done for the week. Um, as I said earlier, typically we have a mailbag for everybody to partake in. Uh, but because dun, we dun, didn't post dun. the mailbag this week, we don't fucking have one for you. Nor do we have a song to email. Very very good, Charlie. It was actually pretty good. I think we should all buy dunce hatches for weeks like yes. this when we forget this. <laughs> yes, actually, why don't we just why don't why, why don't we just call this week's episode dunce hat? Given that we don't actually have a mailbag for the week, we're going to go ahead and move on to the following section of the show, which is uh, what we've got coming up this week. So, uh, Goat, do you have anything coming up this week? I know you do. No, I got nothing. <laughs> other than <laughs> other than leaving for tour for two lovely months across the great northern United States, actually all that's of the United States, it. and some that's of the Cadden, what I was Canadians. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is my last show at this location. 
Uh, from here on out, I may or may not be present because I may or not be sober um, mm. and mm. available. <laughs> That's it. So I'm going out with uh, uh, Dope again on a two-month adventure. Um, I will post on Twitter and stuff like that, all my dates and stuff like that. So if you want to come out and say hi, listen to some uh, brand new Dope because they have a new CD coming out, do so. It's uh, uh, We're actually going out with uh, Motograder and Flaw, so should mm. be a humdinger of a time. Other than and that, no, I got Motograder was still together. That's cool. They're back together. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Good stuff. I was just listening to that CD the other day. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, anyways. I don't know how many they have. One. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now two for this what tour. What about you, Charlie? Anything good coming up for you this week? Well, uh, because uh, I have nothing in my life except for Ciderfest and Gamerhead. Um, the, wow, uh, that's well, sad. I, sh- sad I, sh- I, should, I should say Ponycons and Gamerhead. Um, mm-hmm. so, and your lovely uh, wife. The, well, she is uh, she is my pony cons at this point. I don't know what that means. I forget I said TMI, that. TMI. <laughs> um, Ceiling fans no. and furry costumes is what that means. <laughs> <laughs> no God. Um, Show title right there. <laughs> um, so 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 Ciderfest currently has um, eight guests of honors announced. Um, as far as what we have. Planned and signed and contracted. Um, that is all of our guests of honor. So, uh, which does not say that there could not be more if sales go well and we have more money to play with. But right now, th- that's our lineup. Um, so next week, um, we uh, hope we will we will be uh, as long as I can get a couple more contracts signed, be announcing the rest of our musicians lineup. Um, we've got the the shakeups in Ponyville announced. Uh, we uh, mentioned them uh, a month or two ago, I think it was. Um, the rest of our a total of eleven musician lineup will be coming out on um, on uh, should be coming out next weekend. It's coming Saturday, um, and almost half of the acts, I believe, if not half, are actual live performing musicians and not DJs, which is not which is which is something of a departure for us. Um, so instead of just having the rave like we normally have, there actually be a concert uh, before the rave with 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 not not just the shakeups but several live performing musical acts and one of them in particular. I'm very looking forward to having them up. Um, the uh, but yeah, so so pay attention for that. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good time. Charlie, like your yes. Charlie, Charlie, please tell me that you've signed like a tech death band called Discord. Because <laughs> if it doesn't exist, somebody has missed an opportunity. <laughs> there, there, there are some heavy metal um, uh, pony music acts, and um, we we no, may no, or may not one have, of them. We, we may or may not have got one of them. I'll, I'll just. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is amazing. But uh, but yeah no so please, so it, please film that mosh pit. I want to see that mosh pit. Uh, the Hyatt Regency unfortunately does not allow such things. Fuck that. Erroneous. Can't stop 30 I, have, I have seen it happen. I have been there and made them happen <laughs> at the Hyatt Regency. So erroneous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I. But as the con chair, I am contractually obligated to, <laughs> to say that they to, do to specify yeah. and inform yes. that, that they are not allowed. Yes. As somebody who's not anywhere near the con, fucking rip that place apart, pony wall of death. <laughs> the most goat thing you've said on. <laughs> Oh God! Oh, oh no! Um, but yeah, so so that that that's gonna be that. Um, I'm very looking forward to not working sixty hours this coming week. Um, hooray for Liberty Weekend! Um, Fifty nine and a half. Yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, no, that that's uh, that's about it for me. Um, right. But uh, I just wanna. Uh, so then, John, then that goes comes to you. Uh, that goes to me. So I I for a change do not have much coming up this week, which I can tell you I'm fucking thrilled about. I don't have a lot. Till next week when he's bored. 
Yeah, that's true. I'll be complaining about a board game next week. No, I do. I am working on guitar tablature and uh, um, just like videos and everything that I'm I'm supposed to be making for for VS Rollins to you know to have on standby for whenever they're needed. And we're also talking about putting like a, a you know a, a book together. You know, uh, just a guitar book. Something tickled Goat's funny bone. What was it? Just the fact that he's like, I'm uh, writing a book, doing tablature, all this crap for this band I'm no, in. No, no, it's not. It's, that's all good stuff, but it's. I don't imagine that just would be your, terribly interesting. Your, your, inflection, your, your inflection was so, like, if this teacher makes me write another fucking paper, I'm a snap. <laughs> no, no, this is what I got going on. But but moreover, so I mentioned earlier that our friends in, in Pig uh, Raymond Watts uh, were in town. They're gonna, they, they were staying at Nick's house at the studio um, because they were rehearsing. They were using that as a launch pad for their tour. They're going to be going on a tour starting tomorrow. Um, but for the first time in a decade, Raymond Watts has an album coming out on um, September 9th, which is this coming Friday, called The Gospel. Um, it's not out until this coming Friday, but he was nice enough to give me a copy of it to listen to today, which is fucking fantastic, by the way. Yeah, it's good really, stuff. really good record. Oh man, it's so fucking good. Um, so support him. Buy his record. Uh, go catch him on tour if you see that he's coming to your hometown, and uh, you know make sure that when they are here on the twenty fourth of September for Cold Waves, uh, which I believe is at the Metro, um, go check that out, man. I mean, it's really it's going to be a fucking huge show. And yeah, they're going, doing uh, North America and Canada too, so they, they should are, be in a town you. And and as far as Cold Waves goes, it's one of the last like big in the United States, like big industrial get-togethers whenever they do it every couple of years so uh make that happen man come out and watch those uh watch those songs performed live mm-hmm. i had the honor of touring with him and opening and watching him perform every night for a month uh you know some decade ago and the guy puts on a mean show so uh come mm-hmm. on yeah if you out. like the villain show come see somebody yeah, who does it yeah. right you'll see somebody like nick and i grew up listening to his records and listening to him when he was part of kmfdm um if any of you guys know a song called juke joint jezebel that was from for Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, for the Mortal Kombat soundtrack. Like he, he was the one singing and co-wrote that song with him. So if you know who this guy is, if you like that song, that was basically the the song that got me into like that a, was a the, that was the KMFDM stepping stone for our generation. Yeah, that yeah. was it. That was a huge song. Made I was like, what is this? I need to know more of this. Why? That Why is this a thing? His writing and his voice on that song, uh, for the most part. So. Um, come check them out and, and see them and get some of that goodness in. So I promise you. It's it, a, it, was, show. it was definitely weird being at the studio the other day and uh, them rehearsing and going through my high school years. Yeah, <laughs> that's the funny thing about it. I was it, like, man. It's whoa, really crazy. that's kind of weird. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, do that, man. Good times, fun for everybody involved. That's uh, that's all I got going on this week. So, Yay. And then, um, uh, okay, so 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 I, uh, have, I have to fess up and be honest. The... Uh, mm-hmm. Um, the, 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 the so-called great idea for a mailbag question that, that, that I said that John came up with earlier is not our own idea. Um, yeah, it is, yeah, in fact, fair. related to an article. John, can you pull that up real, could you pull that up real quick just to credit the, the source of that article? Um, yeah, yeah. The, uh, so it's an article that John posted in the Players Club that, um, that poses the question, what is a game that you've ended up sinking hours and hours, dozens, maybe even 100, 200, whatever hours into, only to kind of discover that you never even really liked the game in the first place? Um. So, oh uh, man, that's. I got the answer. It's called life. Well, save, save it, save it. Oh god, that's again. Once more, I like the second. I think you can't say anything more bleak than the thing that you said before. You said there. So no, this was uh, the the idea for this was inspired by an article written by uh, Nathan Grayson of Kotaku. Um, kind of helped us us. And to be clear, he didn't inspire you, us. Nathan. We are we are ripping it right off. So <laughs> thank you for the inspiration, thank you. sir. Um, yes. We, we are crediting you, so it's not ripping you off. It's just borrowing as needed. 
Yeah. Yes. Unfortunately, no one listens yes. to this podcast, and so it'll be fine. Yeah, we'll um, that. So. No one will ever know this happened. Um, so yeah, so, so our question to the listeners for you guys for next week, and what we're going to be talking about is, is what, just what is a game that we have ended up pouring um, ungodly amount of hours into, only discovered that we're not really even sure why. It's just, it's just a game we didn't even really enjoy in the first place. So that is, that is our question for you for next week, and also going to be our topic for next week. I have week. at least five answers to this before we that even get to the show That is a tough question. <laughs> But As no. a picky gamer, that is a very tough question. No, that that's an easy question for me to answer. But we'll talk about that next week. John, you'll get hit in the nuts by Mega Man for twenty hours and still say it's a decent game. <laughs> True. Um, so before uh, be- before before we move on to our closing section, real quick, just once again, want to wish Goat the best on uh, and best of luck and everything on your on your journeys on the road. And please, every time mm-hmm. that you're around alcohol, I want you to mm-hmm. do two things. Oh, yes. I want you to. Mm-hmm. Drink all of it and then B call mm. our voicemail. Yes. Um, okay, that I is our that. <laughs> that is our request for you. So everybody, great. look forward to some uh, some goat remotes. Uh, you know, we'll mm-hmm. be uh, you know, bringing back that, and hopefully you'll be mm-hmm. checking in every week. If he's not able to actually uh, join us on the show live, uh, we're going to try and schedule as many episodes as we can yep. around his schedule so that he can still be on and, the show. Yeah. I'll, I'll be very honest. It, it, I'm, I'm shooting for 100 percent completion. Uh, <laughs> Uh, there's factors here. Time zones, A. Yes. B, yep. uh, 4G coverage, which, they got a Verizon, but we might be in a weird area. And C, um, just general, I'm at work, and work takes precedent. Yeah, nope, <laughs> so, All totally fair. Yeah. So um, I will try my damnedest. Yep. But, um, but, yeah, no, go, we, wish you the, uh, we, we, we wish you the best, and please get home safe. Yeah, I've done it a couple times. I've already come back to you guys, what, two times, three times? I, mean, I can't even tell how many times it's toured now. Three now, I think. Three. <laughs> yeah. Aside, aside from your, you know, your, your one-offs in there, I think it's been yeah. three three lengthy tours. But yeah. yeah. Um, about one a year, I guess, actually, for Gamerhead. Yeah, but, pretty uh, good for that. Pretty good for one one thing a year where I just go, la, 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 see the country. But so so do keep an eye on our social media feeds and we'll we'll make sure to update you all if we have any schedule changes if mm-hmm. we uh, if we're not recording at our normal um, Sunday night um, 8 p.m. slot um, if it's not the same bat time same bat channel then we'll make mm-hmm. sure to let you know uh, and then also we do will. keep an eye on just hmm well, we will also I'll also drop my tour dates on there just so if you guys want to come out and hang <laughs> absolutely um, uh, and then in addition, if, uh, if also keep an eye on our social media feeds to see if, because um, what what we'll do is to just to, to plan for the eventual to the potential scenario where Goat is not able to join for the entire show. Um, as much as I think John and I are both lovely human beings, uh, interaction between two people is not as good as <laughs> Goat. Shut up! Is not as good as interaction between three people, and so we are going to do see? what we can to have some guests Third on. Third person right there. Yeah, yeah, we'll see if we can kind of fill it in a little bit and, and get some folks in here to chat with us while goats out on the road. They have some large shoes. I want, I want. They have to have. They have to have these qualifications on your resume. By large you shoes, he able... means clown shoes. Is what he. Is. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're gonna be here, John. Um, they need to be able to make Charlie rub his forehead profusely within 30 mm-hmm. seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have to uh, have no morals, mm-hmm. and uh, they have to have minimal to expert game knowledge. So that should help you out. <laughs> Okay, so if you think you fit those criteria, <laughs> contact us. Um, but uh, editors at Gamerhead. <laughs> yes, um, but uh, but yeah. So with that being said, 
Um, if you like what you heard this week, you can find us at GamerHeadRadio.com, at Facebook.com backslash GamerHeadRadio, at Google.com backslash plus GamerHeadRadio, and on Twitter at GamerHeadRadio, where I am at C-E-K Charlie, John is at the Fallon Flynn, and the GOAT possibly for, uh, at least maybe possibly the last time for video for a couple months here, is Sir Goatsworth. Everybody say bye, GOAT. Um, Tune into that. Definitely tune into that Twitter. Yes. Uh, yes, make sure to follow Sir Ghostworth on both Twitter and Instagram for his tour antics. Um, call and leave us a voicemail at uh, 94926Gamer or uh, send us an email at editors at GamerHeadRadio.com. Any of the aforementioned places to contact us are good with if you have a suggestion for a realistic co-host. Um, that, uh, yeah, yeah. Get, uh, yeah. Get, uh, get Gaben on your show. Yeah, we'll get right on that. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, so you can download and subscribe uh, via the official Game Air Radio app on Google Play and Android devices, or you can uh, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, um, uh, TuneIn Radio, YouTube, Twitch, or with your podcast downloader of choice. Um, so, everybody, thank you very much for listening one more time. Go have a good trip. We'll uh, hopefully be talking to you next week and every week after. Oh, you will. Um, you will. Okay. I don't die, um, I don't, I, I don't die that slowly. Uh, sure. <laughs> um, this has been yet another episode of Gamerhead Radio. For the audio listeners who will never hear this, I've got Tech Geek 1 and Tech Geek 2 going on Mystic Journeys via digital uh, interface. I can't, uh, I can't even believe it. My god, your sound effects are way out of whack. Turn your levels up. Um, again, horrifying, horrifying. <laughs> Look what you've done, Charlie. Anyways, given that we Why are your sound effects at 12? <laughs> it's like I'm Spinal Tap sound effects. You're going to hat on for the rest of the show, aren't you? No, um, it's it's final tap sound effects. These go given to the